The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We've already said... It's Denny Lane. He's coming on the show tomorrow. It's Denny. Let's the Moody Blues. Denny Lane was the original singer with the Moody Blues before they went all posh. Um, Denny Lane will be on the show tomorrow at 10 o'clock talking Moody Blues, talking uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, and talking um, about um, being in a band with the most nuts drummer in the world, Ginger Baker, ladies and gentlemen. Denny Lane will be on this show tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. Good evening, this is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10. My name is Ian Lee. I ate a pig's vagina. Um, Catherine Boyle is here. She has Don't! Never eaten a pig's vagina. That's that's that was what exactly what I was going to say. It wasn't what I was going to say. I know what you were going to say. Best you don't say it. You say it if you think you know what I was going to say. Say it. Judge me. Say it. 
Are you going to say something about mine? Do no such. I was I was going to say yes. Yeah. I was going to say I've eaten. She has pigs. Right. So tonight's show. Um, there's very little in the papers. Sorry. Come on. What? It's. A, but I didn't say it. No, I know you're growing. In certain regard. Okay. Now already we've gone straight below the belt. So let's let's crack on with tonight's show. Crack on. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is a telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um you'd be very welcome to. Now, as you know, my life is in turmoil and uh it's in free fall and I'm gonna be moving soon. I moved out of the marital home a couple of years ago and I would have been living in a room and in uh, a misery, but then maybe five, six, seven, eight weeks time I'm gonna be in a nice house miles from anywhere. And uh, but because of that I've been packing. I haven't got much to pack. I've got a few. Uh, basically, I've got books, records, and CDs. Boxes of books, records, and CDs. Okay, and um, I found I forgot that I'd found two books last week. You right? Yes. Okay, I'd found two books last week that I thought we might get something out of. All right. For the show. All right. First book is Celebrities' Favourite Pets. Oh. Yeah. This is this is an interesting read. This is a really interesting read. Um, so, here we go. We're going to play Guess the Celebrity, right? I'm going to read about... It's someone reading about their favourite um, pet. Let me find someone that you... Okay, here we go. My whole family are animal lovers, and we've all had various pets over the years, especially cats and dogs. My favourite would have to be my little Maltese terrier, Scraffy. He is so funny and such a character. It's amazing how a pet can enhance your life. They really do become one of the family. He even sleeps on the bed. You buzz in when you think you know it, guys. I didn't realise just how much joy he would bring to the house when I bought him for my daughter Louise's 10th birthday. If anyone wakes up a bit grumpy in the morning, you can guarantee it won't be long before he brings a smile to their face, especially when he's playing with his favourite fluffy toy or starts racing round the garden, barking at the planes flying overhead. He thinks he's chasing them off. He really is the best dog in the world. And he really liked it when I played the sexy waitress in Hello, Hello. Oh, uh, Vicky Michelle. Well done. You've got that one absolutely spot on. How on earth am I supposed to guess? Okay. Unless you do the voices. Do the voices. Okay. And then okay. we've got half a chance, haven't we? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll do the voices. Say hello to Frankie. Having been looked after by my dog Plum. <laughs> this is actually quite a good impression. Across Labrador Spaniel for many years. Actually, I don't know if it is this guy. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I simply couldn't bear the thought of having a new owner after she died. Is it me? No. Okay. And then along came Frankie. Albeit that he belongs to my daughter, he, along with my son's Labradoodle, Jeffrey. Jeffrey! Jeffrey? The, the Labradoodle's called Jeffrey! Has brought the laughter lines back into my face. I think I've got the right guy. That's Kevin Woodford, the celebrity chef. I'm thinking of Kevin Turner. Brian Turner. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of um, Brian Turner. I was doing Brian, Brian Nothing Turner. Nothing like flipping heck. How are we supposed to get these? All right. Okay. In the course of six decades, I've had... Wickham. Ma- <laughs> yes! <laughs> My turn. <laughs> hang, on, hang on. Let me do one more. Let me do one more. My favourite pet is my lazy black cat called Velvet. 
I got you. her. Yes, me! <laughs> I'm in it! I'm in it! Oh, that's why you kept it. I was going to say, why on earth are you keeping this old? I'm in celeb... Shut... Shut up, man! I'm in celebrity's favourite page. Don't just br- brush past my page. Read it. You get to this is this is this is me. You get to read a little bit about me. Somebody's favourite pets. <laughs> oh dear. Do it in my voice though. <laughs> milk, milk. Lemonade round the corner. <laughs> Chocolates made. My favourite pet. Right. Who's that? I'm Zippy or something. Oh, Sounds a bit pet. more like Janet Street Porter. My favourite pet. No. What? That is not even. That's offensive. That's racially offensive. <laughs> you are treading a very fine line between satire and racialism. All right, hang on. Let's think. Yes, I'll eat the pig's vagina. Yes, I'll eat the pig's vagina. That's right. better. My favourite pet. It's <laughs> my lazy black cat called Velvet. <laughs> I only told you to blow the bloody doors up. Uh, no, you tell me it's Tommy Cooper. <laughs> What is this? I got her about eight years ago from a pub that was getting rid of her That's because better. she was being bullied by another cat there. Yeah, yeah. Guinness. Guinness, yeah, yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> Sorry? Why are you laughing? I am... I am... Did she- you have to write this out? Did you do a picture? They, they didn't put a picture of her in the book. Oh. Didn't put a picture. Did but they yeah. ask you to do a drawing? There's pictures of all About the other my pets. pet! Right, OK. Well, when I got her, I was told she was a quiet, timid little thing that barely squeaked, hardly sat on laps, and certainly wouldn't want to go out. Yeah. For a while, that was true. Yeah, I see. She spent the first six weeks hiding behind the sofa, only venturing out when I'd gone to bed. Yeah. After a few weeks, I would sometimes glance down and see, see her nuzzling my nipples, oh. chewing on them in a rather offensive style. I nearly sent you a picture last week <laughs> of her biting my nipples. I was I was in Do you bed. Have to put a lot of catnip on them. No, you don't. You just she she gets gets horny for my nipples, and she was sniffing my nipples, but she didn't bite. And I, I thought sending a picture of her sniffing a nipple isn't is a bit weird. Sending a picture of my nipple to you anyway. Nitpicks. That would be a little bit. That would be a little bit weird. Um, I, and I don't know in this in the Me Too decade, yeah. I don't know if if a male boss sending a picture Denny's of his sent me any nipples mm-hmm. to his female underservants. What? I don't know if that's sexually aggressive or not. Go I just don't on know, Twitter guys. If you ever did that. Can, someone, that. can someone write a, a pamphlet on what, I, what parts of my body I can send pictures <laughs> of to female colleagues and young, beautiful male colleagues, please? Now, this ten-year-old lady is a cocky little so-and-so. Well, that's you, an odd I, I re- sentence. Which was that odd? Ten-year-old lady. She's, yeah, well, in 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 human years, she's oh, ten years well, old. In cat years, she's well. In cat years, she's about forty-five. She's the there. boss and gets what she wants as I, much nipple as she can I, get. Right, you're, what? Her most endearing quality. She I, comes and gets me and my wife when she thinks it's bedtime. Yeah. At around ten p.m. Oh, she used to do that. Yeah. She comes into the living room and starts getting in everyone's way. Yeah. Jumping on and off the sofa it's before we had kids. Sitting so we can't see the TV and mm. generally being a nuisance. Yeah, that's true. It's velvet. Any time one of us stands up, she starts heading towards the bedroom as if to say. Come on, you lot. I'm tired. It's nipple time. No, please don't. Right, okay. All right, well, let's go back to your thing. She's 10 years old there. <laughs> now at least she's... Eight years, though, eh? Now she's 18, and it's perfectly acceptable for an 18-year-old to be suckling on my breasts. <laughs> oh, my God. She also doesn't like waiting for breakfast. No, she's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and used to wake us up every morning at 5am to be fed. Yeah! At the breast. Yes. She would do this by first jumping around the bed, then knocking stuff off the bedside tables, and if this didn't work, she would sit on my face. Did I write that? No. Oh, now you're just... 
<laughs> Sit on my wife's chest and start tapping her face. That's yeah. quite violent, actually. You should have right. um, read I'm, I'm not actually. She now gets breakfast from an automatic feeder. Oh, lazy. Yeah, yeah. Was this Wallace and Gromit yeah. allowing us to sleep a little longer? Yeah. She's not a great mouser. She doesn't need him, does she? I've just I've seen her just batting one back and forth. Yeah, but she did go through a thing of bringing us gifts. I once caught her coming through the cat flap looking very. <laughs> this is a true. Have I told you this story? This is a great story. This is a great story. When I asked her what she was up to, yeah, she slowly lowered her head to the yeah. floor. She went like this. She went like this. <laughs> she lowered her head to the floor and opened her mouth to a baby frog to hop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent the next 20 minutes trying to catch the bloody thing in a saucepan. I had a saucepan. I was chasing it a long hallway, and I was chasing it. Every time I went to cover it with a saucepan, the frog jumped. Velvet's great company. Yeah, knows when is. I'm depressed or sad. Yeah, we go. And you always comes along just at the right moment. Can't take the mickey now because we're talking about mental health before. It was fashionable, guys. I was I, I was doing it first. As I type this. Yes. She is. Don't. <laughs> she is milking me dry. Don't. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. That's that's obviously what works. No, for you. I don't know. Maybe this is the edited version. She sat behind me on the sofa, fast asleep, looking adorable. The best cat in the world. We've had um, we've had um, another Spanish email. I'm just going to read it, and maybe you can translate it. Hola, me gustara mucho saber me sobre este coma la vagina de los cerdos, amante de España. That, what does that mean? <laughs> There's some letters missing, you see. Yeah. I would, li- <laughs> I would like to know more about eating pigs' vaginas from okay. the Spanish lover. Okay. Um, okay, here's one. Okay. I'm from Scotland. My pet! What a pet! What a weekend! What a way to lose the pet and your friends too! Mom and Dad said, yes, of course, you can have the school pet hamster hammy home for the weekend. It'll also let us see how responsible you are. Is it Cracker? Maybe we'll get you one of your own. Friday, 4.45, home from school with the class favourite. 4.55. Is it Gail Porter? Wouldn't it be great, getting closer, wouldn't it be great to let the little fella out the cage? Go straight into the kitchen, behind the cupboards. That's from Scotland. Couldn't be found until Sunday night. Scotland. He came out unhurt but hungry. Yippee! Monday morning. Panic over. Hammy's in his cage. John Leslie. <laughs> I'm from Scotland. I'm from Scotland. I'm a wee lassie from Kilmarnock. It's a bloke, actually. All right. Uh-huh. Run to the car. Dad's waiting. And yes, I trip. Cage falls. Door opens. Hammy is free forever. Frankie Boyle. Getting closer. Oh. Hammy, if you read this, please come back. I promise I'll take good care of you this time. My name is Ross King. Um. Ross King, the Scottish television guy. I used to present 815 from Manchester, and oh, now right. I live in America. Now he's got a new face and teeth. Um, and wife. Okay, I'll do, I'll do. And hair. All right, I'll do one more. I'll do one more. Let's find a good one. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. My favourite pet is called Hottie. Small... Roger Moore? Mm. Havers. Yes, it's Havers! <laughs> we drove past Havers the I other day. We drove past... He was limping. If anyone knows why um, Nigel Havers is limping. Um... Oh! <laughs> I did not know this! Stringy. I'm also from Scotland. <laughs> I love my crazy black dog, Major. He was mad. 
An angry dog! Always on the lookout for victims like pigeons or cats. Is it Billy Connolly? It's a lady. Oh. Our backyards were a scare- I'll, I'll put in some- Oh, I know. Mm. Um, Selena Scott. I, I, I'm gonna Lulu. put- I'm gonna put in some of the- I'll, I, They've obviously taken some words out. I love my crazy black effing dog, Major. He was effing mad. An angry effing dog always on the lookout for victims like pigeons or effing cats. Mrs Brown. She's been on the show. Our backyards were an effing square set of 20 blocks of effing flats. With open crosses that led through to the front streets. Effing? All the eff- individual crosses had effing penned off backyards, you bastards. <laughs> no, I don't know who it is. Which were segregated by green painted railings. Trump is a twat. Oh. <laughs> Jenny Godley, yeah. Jenny Godley. Gosh. Um, um, Gosh. There we go. Um, there we go. Here we go. Last one. Last one. Many years ago, we had two cats. Morrissey. <laughs> close. I'm not impressed with you. Cl- actually, very close. Both wordsmiths. Many years ago, we had two cats. Oscar and Thornton. Oscar was wild. Thornton was worse. Oscar ate Spot, our children's beautiful pet girlfish. <laughs> I thought he was gay. This guy I'm doing. Oh. And at the memorial service, we couldn't have a funeral. There were no mortal remains. Oscar scoffed the lot. I recited the poem, now officially the shortest poem in English literature. It is called Ode to a Late Lamented Goldfish. The title is longer than the poem. Read it slowly. It rhymes. It is a traditional poem. And now I am proud to say, regard it as a bit of a classic. Here it is. Ode to a Late Lamented Goldfish. Oh, my God. Oh, wet pet. That's actually a really, really good impression of Giles Brandreth. Well, uh, I didn't like to say yeah. because you said you thought he was gay. I don't want to cast any aspersions. Well, I always thought he was. Well, there we go. That's Celebrity's Favourite Pets. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. <laughs> Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. This really is... Um, a great book, Celebrity's Favourite Pets. It's from eight years ago. Um, I'm in it. And they didn't put a picture of my cat. Um, no, they put a picture of one of Jeff Cape's budgies in. Not did. even a name. Just one of his budgies. That's um, what this says underneath. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know a lot of these people. I don't know who no. Amy Webber is. It's as if they just asked anyone who had Je- a cat. Well, Jeremy Wade, travel fishing writer and tra- television presenter. Good name for that, Wade. Lauren Vacnine. Right. I mean, I mean, I'm sure these are all great human beings. I'm just saying I don't know their names. Jane Tonks, Tonks. Oh, I've heard of that. Who's that? Jane Tonks. Don't know. Television presenter. Um, Haley Tamadon. She, I think she used to be in. Um, oh, here we go. Here's Coronation one. Street. Here's one. I've got to listen to my dry mouth. I've been a cat man for as long as I can remember. Oh, I don't. I don't like that noise. They've all been moggies. Big, fat, and spoiled. They have lived a life of feline luxury because when it comes to cats, I'm a pathetically soft touch. I'm also one of the most boring radio presenters in the world. It's John Stapleton. John oh, Stapleton, yes, gosh. It was a bit too exciting to be oh, John Stapleton. Three. <laughs> oh, three. Oh, three. Four, four. Four, nine, nine, one thousand. Here he... Oh, it's done! 
Ah. Uh, I was gutted last night, mate. Dan, was, you're 23 hours late. We, you, you were going to be on with Barry from Watford, and you bottled it. Well, no, no, the phone bottled it, actually. You, you blame that one on Steve Jobs or Tim Cook, because it was, honestly, it was like, I thought, oh, I've got enough, I've got enough, but it obviously just put out. You blew it, mate. Barry, but the real Barry called I in... I know, because I think I had it on my iPad as well, so I obviously watched the stream. Blah, blah, blah. All I'm hearing is excuses. Yes, mate. You've balls this right up, sunshine. Oh, well, how can I make it up to you? Um, do a different voice. <laughs> well, no. Go on, you pick them. Uh, do Catherine. Oh, I can't do Catherine. I've, do uh, Ian. Yeah, do me, Dan. Well, the thing is, the first, I don't know if you remember the first time I called Ian, or when I discovered the show, I called in and I said that you sounded like, or you remind, especially on the phone, you sound like Johnny Vaughan, but obviously now watching it, you don't. But you were very much like, I, 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 I can't really do it. Ian's really sort of, really, I don't know. Boring, isn't it? Right, you, you keep out of this. Um, what am I, Dan Bland? Is that what we're aiming for? No, you're just very, oh, yes, so, um, right, we've got this on the show. But then I could, that just sounds like Boris Johnson. I'm not talking to that idiot. Um, oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. Then I found this other book, right? Anthropology, and I'd forgotten about this book. And look, my kids are drawn in it. That's this early drawing. Right? And it's if I remember this correctly. So you need to count, okay? It's a hundred stories, and they're all one hundred words long. Oh God, really? Yeah. Sorry. What a, what a faff. Sorry. What? Someone's tried something a little bit creative. Yeah, but then put maths on it. We should put maths on it. They've just they've just set themselves a very um, strict set of rules to adhere to in the pursuit of their art. So, all right, hang on a second. So they made themselves a little box. Yeah. Okay. Right. So um, the the guy that painted the Mona Lisa, Van Damme, he if he he paint he painted on that canvas yeah. what you're saying you should have gone over the edges of course he couldn't of course he couldn't it's very small the mona lisa it's it really true? is one of the most disappointing and rubbish and dull it? it's rubbish you could have put a bit more bright colors on it you're allowed to take flash photos of it now you weren't first time i saw it you are now who wants to take a picture of it go and buy the postcard if you want it it's rubbish or don't everyone knows what it looks but like he was he was imposed he imposed a strict set of guidelines on himself in that he he was in like a little rectangle mm. so this is just like um van damme's rectangle pick a page any page again more maths uh 25 okay I'll look the page i'm on oh this one's called crying my girlfriend left me so count the words wait wait okay mm, mm, my girlfriend mm. left me stop mm, mm. is girlfriend two words oh, or for one? crying out loud are you that dumb you're a mother, and I'm assuming you've been a girlfriend, yet you didn't know what you were? Four. I don't know how to spell grandad. Is it grand-dad or gran-dad? See, not so clever now, are Well, you? it's different. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. My night... Stop! Eleven. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, this is going to be too boring. Let me read the story and count the words silently and yes. Okay, okay. I tell you what we need. This is what we need. We need ten... We need ten callers to count ten words each. That's what we need. We need... So, guys, and the phones are a little bit quiet tonight. A little bit quiet. Um, but we need ten callers to count ten words each. It's like really boring Sesame Street. Yeah. It, it's not boring, actually, Catherine. It's it's opening up people's minds um, to different possibilities. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, so what we need is, right, hang on a second. Zach! Hello? Can you, can, you can count to ten, can't you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some words, and when I get to ten, you've got to shout stop, okay? Because this is just your audition, okay? Okay. Ready? Yeah. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. My nightly lament became... So, right, so you became one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I was fourteen! Sorry. You absolute pudding! It was four too many! <laughs> right. Okay, well, maybe you're not cut out for the, um, the word counting game. What can we do for you this evening, Zach? Well, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Thought Park. About who? About Thought Park. Oh, Thorpe Park. Oh, do you know what? I, I haven't been to Thorpe Park. Thorpe Park used to be an historical place. It used to be all historical. And uh, I drove past the other day. I thought, oh, I'd, maybe I'll take the boys there. And then I just remembered queues. And I thought, nah, I'm never going to yeah. do it. Never going to yeah. do it. Unless I take them out of school one day, which you're not allowed to do. But yeah. I'm not going to take them in holiday time. Anyway, so, uh, tell, you tell me your adventures at Thorpe Park. A world of adventures, I believe, Zach. Well, I'm 14, so I'm a bit cheeky, so oh. I don't really queue that, queue that much sometimes. Hang on a minute. Wait, wait, hang on a minute. 14-year-olds are excluded from queuing? No, 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 no. I'm just quite cheeky, so I can get my way out of stuff. Right. So, what, you push in? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't push in. Uh, I get... Fast facts by complaining. What? I get fast facts by complaining. Com- to whom about what? This is outrageous. This is broken Britain. I know there's a lot of talk about um, gun crime and knife crime amongst the youth, but I, in many ways, this is just as bad. Go on. That's a joke, by well, the way, before people, everyone com- compl- complains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Go on, Zach. So you yeah. complain and you moan and you get let in sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it. Basically, yeah. I love yeah. your style. I love your style. Yeah. Um, but, like, I like just kind of following stuff. Okay. So there's a mystery going on called Project Zero. Yes. That's Yes. Uh, with videos being released on YouTube. Okay. And nobody knows what they're about, but it's quite—it's just quite fun going can I, around. Can, can I tell you what what it'll be about? It'll be about what? a new ride that they're going to announce. Yeah, I know, but it's just oh. going really, really dark. Oh, it'll be about a scary ride that they're going to announce. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, some of the videos, if it's true, are a bit a bit wrong. In what way wrong? Well, because the videos are of a mental asylum. Ah! Um, speaking of wrong, I can't go into details because some, my friend might, um, get rich on the back of this, but, um, in the past month, a friend of mine's son was on the telly playing computer games, right? Mm. And the television company, um, showed, his son's like, like nine or ten, right? The television company show, he's twelve, showed his son's gamer tag, right? Yeah. He showed his game tag. And then for the few weeks after that, he's changed. I've told, told him how to change the settings. But for the few weeks after that, this 12 year old, his son, was getting loads of friends' requests and loads of messages. Like, um, um, I'm gonna, I'll phrase this carefully because I know you're young as well. But getting loads of messages from, from 
from dirty old men, basically. Uh, saying yeah, saying yeah, yeah, inappropriate yeah. things that that I would not want you to hear as a fourteen year old. Certainly wouldn't want a twelve. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want anybody to get sent that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but it happens. What? The world is as it is. As it currently uh, hang on a minute. Does, does it happen to you, Zach? What do you mean? Well, I have a YouTube channel, so you get the odd mean comment. But right, I'm do, you do as well. Do you? Well, yeah, I get mean comments. Mean is slightly different. Mean is these flipping headphones. Mean is slightly different. But do you get? And again, I'm phrasing it carefully because because you're young. Uh, but do you get um uh, like older men or older women saying um not just being mean but being inappropriate? Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Saying um, stuff that an adult shouldn't say to anyone if they've got any decency, and they certainly shouldn't be saying to a, to, to a person in their early teens. Do you get anything like that? Not really, but okay. you get it from people the same age. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's. I was going to say that's better. I, I, I stand by it. It's slightly better, but it's still yeah. um, inappropriate. And do your parents know... That you have a YouTube channel. I think I've asked you this yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they like it. They like it as well. Okay. Okay. All right. And they're cool with you getting um, getting messages, getting you know, getting comments and stuff posted. They don't say, "Can you yeah, turn yeah, off yeah, the yeah, po- yeah. Your comments?" But the fact is, if you block all your comments, then you're just being like, you know, you public, you you post this a video that million no anybody else can see. Yeah. If you don't have comments enabled and you hide it. Yeah. Then, you know, you can just ignore them. If you get used to them, then... Oh, gosh. Do you know what? That breaks my heart. A 14-year-old saying, if you get used to abusive comments online, you get used to... Here's the thing. I don't think you should have to get used to it. I mean, there are there are professional broadcasters and podcasters who, who disable the comments on YouTube because um, they know they'll get a lot of flack or, 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 or whatever. But hearing you say, oh, you get used to it, I, I think that's... Um, I think that's a sad state of affairs, if you don't mind me saying so, Zach, that young people have yeah. to get used to it. The YouTube algorithm is not very good. What does that I don't even it's know what that a, means. It, it, it's supposed to stop stuff. So, for instance, if you're going live and somebody says, drops the F-bomb or whatever, yeah. it's supposed to block it. But no, there's, the there's ways around that. If you if you do it in, like, um, you can spell this, like, the F-word differently. There's ways around it, I know, because I've done it. Yeah. Um, but, um, it's weird. I do, my, my kids are only eight and six and I do worry about them. We worry. Sorry? Uh, what happened there? Oh, I don't know. I just was watching, I was watching. What the hell? Is that what I sound like? I worry <laughs> about them. Um, uh, you know, my youngest, my six year old was playing on his 3DS and he said, he said, oh, I've made a friend. Sorry. <laughs> Online. Beg your pardon. He's, he, he's just playing Pokemon. I said, whoa, yeah. who's his friend? He said, oh, it's, it's someone called Nick. And I was like, right. And then, but then both boys were aware, because their school talks to them about it. They both said, yeah, 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 oh, no, yeah. they fine. can't talk to us. We just, you just kind of meet within the game. And it's Nintendo, and Nintendo are really, really good yeah. at making, it, uh, making things family-friendly and really safe. You can't communicate on Nintendo unless you know the other person's 10-digit code or something. Um, yeah. But there was but both me and my wife had a moment of sorry. Who is this Nick? You know, and it is a stranger. But this, Nick doesn't know he's he's got playing with a six. You don't know who these people are. and You yeah, can't yeah, communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does worry me. It do- and I was I was playing Overwatch today on the PlayStation, and I got talking to this um, this uh, German guy, uh, yeah. and I thought he was like twenty two, twenty three, 
And um, we were, I was messing around, pretending I'd never played it before and getting all excited, going, oh, my, oh, I can't believe it, they've got guns. This is really exciting, right? And I got talking to this lad. It turns out he was 13. He was, thir- yeah. he was 13. And um, um, I felt really uncomfortable. We had a laugh. But then I don't know how I, I don't actually think it's appropriate. Now I'm saying it out loud for a 45 year old guy to be having a laugh with the 13. And so I and actually now I've said that out loud. I feel a little bit uncomfortable myself. So I need to um, look into my online behavior because that, that's not appropriate. And I'd be really I mean, he got his mum to come and listen to me getting all excited. Oh, my God, I've never played this game before. But um, that is weird, yeah. actually. And, and, and now I've said yeah. it out like, online. I, I've said it out loud. I feel very, very uncomfortable about that. So I need to bear that in mind. But that is weird that. Um, you know, forty-five-year-old men can start talking to thirteen-year-old boys. Yeah. On my language was clean, and I, you know, and I was there was of course nothing, of course nothing inappropriate uh, for me in that context. I was I was just messing around, but it, that's, that's weird, actually. God, I've, I've made myself feel really uncomfortable. You never know. You never know. You ne- well, you never know, Zach. Do you get at school um, like classes on? Um, you know, online. Yeah, yeah, online. like online safety, and they yeah. have like police come in and tell us stories. And mm. the stories the police tell you are the worst ones that you know there ever are because they proper proper they go in detail as well, which is kind of you know a oh. bit surprising. Oh. I remember one story in particular that was really in detail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, so. I yeah, I do wonder. All right, Zach. Listen, nice to talk to you, man. Thank you very much, you little Q jumper. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Does it not? Ter- I don't want to get too heavy, guys. Mm. Does it not terrify you about your girls going online? And yeah, so that's why I don't let them play anything where there's a chat thing. Yeah, and um, although they've been playing that Roblox thing, and there's a chat thing there, if you're not. There is, but isn't it predetermined messages? Like it is pre. You've, aren't they preset messages? You can't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, enough. I think on Roblox it's preset. Hello, come and do this. Um, I, I think it's. I'm not sure. I think there is a. Oh, I think there God. is a chat thing bit, because my husband's got this um, alert on his phone that if anyone, you know, oh. that says oh. who they're talking to. So on the from oh, really, on the yeah, pr- I think so. Yeah, because oh. my eldest plays it and she talks. There's like three or four of her friends and they all play it together. You know, you can set, you can change the settings so she can only talk to That's her friends. That's what we've done. Yeah. Because okay. when we when she first started out, she was saying, "Oh, they're just all talking, and I'm not joining in." Well, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not that. yeah, yeah. Well, she's nine. <clears throat> yeah, she's coming up ten. Oh yeah, yeah. flipping it. Um, yeah, we changed. We got the settings because the boys use the Xbox, so we got the settings on the Xbox because I it was my old account, so I had to unfriend everybody, um, and their only friend online is their cousin Dylan. And and I'm more than happy for those guys to chat. And, you know, quite often I can't, I can't go around there and they'll be chatting. And it's lovely. It's really nice. Um, but I told you when we, we, their, their grandmother bought them a computer to have in, like, their playroom. It's quite a slow PC thing. And I was like, right, well, I'll, I'll set up the online security on this mm-hmm. just to make sure. And I was looking. I, I thought there would just be, like, a box that you would tick saying, this computer is being used by people under the age of 13 um, so here's the password thing, and and they can't go onto certain. So there's nothing like that. Really? There's no. There's no. There's nowhere in the menu to go. I'm a parent. This is a kid's computer. I want them just going on like CBB's websites and history. Web. There's nothing like that. So you've got to download like a net nanny or something to stop. It's it's, it's it's that's outrageous. I was there for ages going. 
there has to be a simple thing somewhere in the menu. Surely that's no, basic, not. isn't it? There days? has to be a simple thing in the menu where you say, I'm the parent, it's being used by kids, I'm password protecting it, so they can't access inappropriate website. And there's no there's nothing. Incredible. Right, we right, okay, we're we're going off on tangents here. We need we need ten people or we need um five people. Or maybe we need two people, but we need some people to count the number of words in this story to make sure it's a uh, hundred words long. Okay, so if you can count a little bit better than Zach, it was four out. That's 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 a margin of error I'm not comfortable with. Then oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It's another Zach. Uh, good evening, other Zach. Hello. Hello, other Zach. Hiya. <laughs> what, what you? Why is there an echo? What is the echo? Um. Oh, let me turn you off my Bluetooth. There we go. There we go. I knew there was something, other Zach. <laughs> is that ah! Yeah, go on. What you got for us? Um, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. You call me, you pudding. Well, I'm, do you know what? I've been trying to get through for ages yet to tell you that when I was younger, yeah. I used to get up every morning to watch Rise to, to watch you. You weren't doing it to watch me. You were doing it because Kate Lawler was wearing short skirts and Zora Suleiman <laughs> had massive boobs. I know because I've had so many men who are now in their 20s telling me that's exactly why they watched it 15 years ago. I'm right, aren't I, Zach? No. I'm, to- I'm totally busted him. Dirty boy. No, oh no, God, that is true. Yeah, that might have been part of the reason, but honestly, I don't know why, but I used to, but I won't swear, I used to pee myself to you. I, it, I don't know whether it, you've got itchy humour, sarcasm, honestly, unreal. Okay, well, uh, I, I do, I am aware that whilst I was hosting that programme, along with two very attractive ladies in short, tight clothes, um, that there were lots of young men who were learning about their bodies, uh, which is not a great, <laughs> is not a great thought, guys. It's really not a great thought. <laughs> well, they call thought. it rise. <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, Zach. Zach, can you count? Yes. Right. We're going to try. I want, I want you to count. Tell me when I've said ten, wor- ten words from this story, okay? <clears throat> yep. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. My nightly lament... Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 4... 14 again! What is it? Is it the d- delay? No, it's not a delay. Right. Do it, do it again, do it again, do it again. I'm going to do, do it again. again. I'm going to do it again, right? And I want you to say stop, and then I want you to say that, that what the tenth word was. Yeah. Right. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. Whoa, 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 crying. No, I think it's my... Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight is crying, ten is my. Mm. Ah! What is wrong with you? You should, you, instead of watching that crappy Big Breakfast clone, you should have been learning. <laughs> it's too fast. You need to slow it down. Okay, right. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. Whoa, whoa. Well, I know the answer's my anyway. Okay, so... well then you need to tell me when word twenty comes up. You're on your own now, Zach. Uh, but my nightly yeah. lament. My right, shut up. My girl, <laughs> my girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. 
My nightly lament became so loud that my... Whoa, 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 whoa. Loud. No! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen! Right, this is a guessing game. There's no one's going to be able to do this. It's not a it's guessing just... game. It's literally a counting thing. It's not, it's not a guessing no. game. I'm not asking you to guess. I'm asking you to... That's where you're going wrong, no. Zach. You're guessing when you, you could be <laughs> counting. No, it's roulette. This is, this is about as easy as roulette will. No, it's not. Roulette is a game of chance where you have a, a, a one in 37 chance of, of winning. So it's, no, it's slightly different than that. But this is, you've, you've just got to count. I'm being bullied by my childhood hero here. You're not being bullied. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're being called out as an idiot. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> so how has life so, turned out for you, Zach? <laughs> it's had its ups and downs. At the minute, I'm doing, I'm riding a wave, so, um, yeah. Oh, a good, oh, really? A good wave? A good wave, yeah. I've, um, I've, got, I've got my day job, but my music's taking off. I yeah. DJ and uh, produce. Here we go. So, when you uh, say DJ, do you mean like Tony Blackburn or like John Dig the Weeds? John Dig the Weed. Yeah, we go. He was a he was a, a house disc jockey. John Dig the Weeds. Um, people would go and listen to him, and some of them may have I don't know be maybe very happy, um, and he uh, very happy because he was playing those records so fine. Um, and that's taken. Well, when you say that's taken off, what does what does that mean? Well, I've I've put a bit more effort into it recently. I've just been I've just been appointed as uh, Wagamama UK's official DJ. I've just shut done a the front door, really? Yeah, I've just done a little uh, tour of the uh, Midlands and up north of all the restaurants. I've been doing uh, vegan events, which I'm not vegan, but I've, the food's nice, and I've been DJing in the restaurants at the events. And, Hang on uh, a minute, yeah. I I love Wagamamas. Can you get me a, like a black card? Hey man, that is brilliant. So so what? You go to the the restaurants and you you DJ while everyone's eating um, vegan stuff. Yeah, they're, they're, they're close half the restaurant off. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, they pay for my hotel travel and they give me they give me a two hundred and fifty pound card every time I do it. So at the minute I've got like a thousand pounds worth of free food. <laughs> Are you doing it just for noodles though? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I, I, I always you. say don't tu- don't turn down an opportunity. Oh, an you're opportunity, right. Opportunity, mate. Honestly, you know. I'm laughing because that that is like the dream. Yeah, I mean, obviously cash would be great, but that is that is absolutely brilliant, man. You're you're getting out there and you're working it. Well done, Zach. You will That's never brilliant. be hungry again. But but this is this is in the weekday, and then obviously Friday and Saturday I've got my residency, which pays cash. Okay. Um, and I've I've had some some of my tracks played on. You know, I won't say the other radio stations, but other radio. You can stations, say you can say Heart FM. Kistery and and, oh. and, and oh. one extra. And hang on a minute. Like hang on a minute. When you say when you say okay, this is when you say you've had there your tracks played. What does yeah. what does that mean? Because you you're a DJ, so you just play records, right? Or do you do like remixes? Yeah, remixes. Um, I've had. Uh, oh God, you'd have to search on YouTube. But I've done a. You know, One Direction. Niall Horan. Yeah. Yes. He did a track called Slow Hands. Yes. I want to love her with no. a slow hand. It's a new one like oh, that. No. There's a weird lyric in that. Slow hands. Was it like sweat dripping off my dirty laundry? Something like that, yeah. Filthy now, pig. Now, that track, I, I, I heard it and I thought, that's amazing. And I looked everywhere for an acapella, couldn't find one. Yeah. So I got a guitarist, got him to play some notes, stripped it all back, 
put a bit of a, a house slash garage beat on it. And then I got um, Lauren Platt from the X Factor fame. Yeah. Uh, she come in the finals yeah. to re-sing the vocals, uh, put it together, got a little video of, of IB for the in background. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Is this you? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Yeah. Let's have a little listen. All right. Oh, no, 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 that's, that's the acoustic version. Oh, Zach! So type in DJ Z, slow hands. DJ Z. DJ Z. DJ, that's a D and a J and a Z with... Right, hang on a minute. Are you Z as in the letter Z or Z as in Z-E-D? Yeah. No, Z, the letter Z, slow hands, featuring Lauren Platt. All right, man, calm down, calm down. Um, are we... Oh, look at this video! Is this stock footage of these hot ladies, or did you go and film these hot ladies? I'm going to tell the truth, because you are my hero. It's stock footage. That's OK. That's fine. Here we go. Oh, get this. One says, nice one. The second one says, feeling this, banger. The third one says, what a banger! What a banger! <laughs> it's a banger! I like it. Here we go! Coming up! Here we go! Yeti! Oh, feel it! Oh, God! Yes! Oh, the back of my neck is raw! Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I had a flashback then. I had a flashback then, Zach. <laughs> oh my! Got, I got my, uh, I got, I got my fifteen quid's worth again. Thank you, mate. Hey, oh. um, I don't know what he's talking about. Hey, that's that's brilliant, man. You're you're living the dream. Congratulations. Well, I, I think as um, as your childhood um hero, you should give me fifty percent of your um, Wagamama's cards. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't he? Shouldn't he? I think well, those I'll noodles are hard earned. I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for an email uh, tomorrow. Um, they're going to send uh, the remainder across. I'll uh, I'll email you a code to Talk Radio. What is it, Ian Lee at Talk Radio? No, I don't know how to access it. You don't, Zach. You don't have to do anything. You enjoy yourself, mate. You've earned that. Well done. All right, brother. Cheers, fella. Take care, man. You too, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. He was going to give me his wagamama. You're an clothes. idiot. We like them little squishy buns. They Mind are, you, we're trying to eat better, aren't we? He's, that's great, isn't it? Oh, that's absolutely great. I love a job him. where I got paid in noodles. Oh, totally words. That's a that's a that's a great gig. That's a lot of cash for uh, for that. Anyway, that song was terrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be tired. I'm joking. It was good. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, thank you, Zach. I enjoyed that. Well, the, the, the first hour is kind of coming to an end. I don't feel we've really. Um, touched on anything have we can i read this story now oh god count the words go on it's called crying 100 words i think this does it explain just start i just want to see if it explains the premise of the book in here right my girlfriend left me and i started crying in my sleep my nightly we need some um we need some music just make it end oh oh (laughs) (laughs) you nearly did did one of these days i'm gonna have to dump you (laughs) 
Sorry? Mm. Hang on. Hate to break it to you, Kath. We ain't going out. It's like I'm talking to John again from the other night. We ain't going out with each other. Uh, wait, all right, let me get some, um, let me get some music. Funny. There we go. Whoa. Um, Off with his head. Funny. Okay, let me get some uh, music. It's kind of romantic music. Um, oh, no, there we go. Uh, no, we don't. There we go. Right. Oh, God. My girlfriend left me, and I started crying in my sleep. My nightly lament became so loud that my neighbours called the police. The press found out, and people came to stand outside my house to hear me call her name and moan. <laughs> Television crews arrived, and soon a search was on to find the object of my misery. They tracked her to her new boyfriend's house. I watched the coverage. People were saying they had expected her to be much more beautiful than she was, and that I should pull myself together and stop crying over such an ordinary girl. Is it Ed Sheeran? A <laughs> hundred. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Do you not think that's good? Right, here we go. Let's do another one. Here we go, here we go. It's just write a story until you've done 100 words, then stop. Uh... Baby. My girlfriend's pregnancy lasted over two years. What, they got back together? That's a different song. Oh, OK. Maybe the doctor's right, I said. Maybe a baby isn't going to come. She wouldn't listen. She carried on buying nappies, teething rings, woolly hats and mittens, and little bits and pieces for the nursery. One afternoon, I came home to find her cradling a bundle in her arms. Look, she said, it's arrived. It's a boy, and it's got your eyes. Well done, I said. Congratulations. And congratulations to you, too. After all, you don't become a father every day. I suppose not. But really, it's you that's done all the hard work. <laughs> Do you not think that's funny? Um... Awkwardo. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's kind of, there's, there's really, we'll, we'll look in the papers in a bit, but there's really, um, there's very, very little in the newspapers today of any interest. So, um, I mean, I, I also, I'm acutely aware that, we haven't got tomorrow's newspapers. And going through today's newspapers, you, you know, today's newspapers are out of date when they arrive. So to be doing them at 11 o'clock at night smacks a little of desperation. But desperate we are, and so we shall carry on, and we will dive into them in, in, in a little bit. Um, but you can give us a call about anything. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Kath's having a right old palaver with the drinks. Well, Jason Cundy helped me make the coffees and, to be honest, confused the whole situation. Of course he did. Jason Cundy confuses conversation just by being <laughs> in, the, in the vicinity. Now, you, um, Kath, these flipping headphones. I'll tell you what Mine are a bit in and out and all. It's, well, uh, this one is because Whale comes in and pulls it out and puts his own headphones in 
and he pulled the, the cable's not very strong, so it it it, it buggers it. Um, uh, you today shocked me because you you told off a lad, and and were considering grassing him up to his mum. Yeah, because she's my friend. When he hadn't really done anything wrong, and you told it to me, and I was so disappointed in you. Yeah. That I I had to I had to go for a walk around the block to calm down. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell the boys and girls listening to this what happened? Walking back from uh, the lower school with my youngest. Happiness, goodbye, oh yeah. And as we came round a corner, I saw a kid toe punting a um, empty Coca Cola bottle just off into the distance. Pla- pla- <laughs> what is this? Coffee. No. Yep. No. But it's a plastic bottle. Not, yeah, but not he a glass was like one. booting it. He yeah. drop kicked it. Yeah. And because I had my youngest with me, and I've always taught her, you know, you mustn't litter. So he kicked a bottle. Yeah, he was like booting it as if. Like, yeah, he, and he, there he, you go, in front of his mates. Have some of that. And then he was going to walk away. He, he was walking he, away. He, he kicked a bottle. Yeah. All right, fine. He, okay. lit- he was littering. Okay, he kicked a plastic bottle in the street. Littering, fine. willfully. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, we understand. We understand this, don't we? Yeah, we do understand. Just to clarify, he kicked a plastic so bottle. So I did the usual thing of. Oh, excuse me, I think you've dropped something. And this kid said, Oh, I'm really sorry, yeah, I did I did I did drop it. And as he looked up I realised it was a kid I knew very well. Yeah. We were in the same NCT class. What, me is, and his parents. Oh right, okay. He's a bit, day, two days I know you live near Luton, but that's a bit older younger than than my eldest. Ooh, nearly, nearly told me what her name was then, didn't you I? Nearly said it. Uh, anyway, so yeah. I know this kid really well. I've got yeah. pictures of him like in his nappy and Alright, that's a bit weird. It's all right. Okay. And, uh... So he, ki- he kicked a bottle? Yeah. Kicked a and then plastic... then he got busted by his mum's friend. Who, ha- who's, who has... Who here hasn't kicked a, a plastic bottle? What? And littered? Me. <laughs> Get stuff. I haven't. Cool. All right. All right. Whatever. You kicked a plastic bottle before, Sam? Of course you have, mate. Of course you have. Did All you right. go and pick it up and put it in the bin after? <gasps> oh. Why? Why is this normal to you people? Because we kick plastic bottles. Outrageous. Right, anyway, so you, you... I made him pick it up. Right, you made him pick it up. You humiliate. You shamed him. I did it in a jokey way. Oh, that's all right. That makes... I'm his mum's cool friend. Anyway, <laughs> his friends then, who he was showing off to, yeah. went, Oh, sorry about our mate. He's a bit silly like that. And I said, don't you worry. I know. And I gave his name. Let's call, him, let's like, call oh, him Stephen Norris. I know Stephen Norris. I know Stephen Norris. <laughs> And they all went, hey. Oh. <laughs> and you were a MILF. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You would be a MILF to those guys, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't. Would you not? How old were they? 15? No. How old? Like 10. Okay, okay. You probably wouldn't. Then. You'd probably be a, a, a horrible, <laughs> lady, horrible glimpse into the future of just how disgusting the ageing process can be. Okay, yeah. Wow. To 10-year-olds. No, 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 I think you look, you wow. look great for 50. But to 10-year-olds, you are, you're at death's door. Right. Okay. So anyway, yeah. then so the 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 haggard old witch <laughs> hold off the young lad for kicking. And a uh, my youngest was loving it. She went, "Now you've got to tell his mum." And you were you were seriously considering I, I, telling? I thought his about mom. it and I said no, and I gave her name. No, little and we're playing the long game. All right. So because I want him to be a little bit worried that I might tell his mum, but I and won't. this is the thing I don't <laughs> get. Right? This is what I don't get. So Catherine. Wants this this ten year old lad yeah. to, to to modify his behaviour in public, be yeah. Genuinely cacking his pants <laughs> that the um wizened old woman will tell his mum that he's not he's been a little bit naughty when he hasn't really done anything. And you're loving 
You're loving the power. Yeah, you are loving the power. I am. And I'm like... Oh, so, it's how it used sake. to be. It's how it used to be, right? In the olden days, yeah. when you couldn't carry on in the street because you knew someone would tell yeah, your mum. Yeah. I'm bringing but, it back. But he, All right, Justin Timberlake. But he hadn't... He hadn't done anything. He'd been. He, it wasn't like he was smoking a joint. I've told kids off for smoking joints. I remember a kid at the bus stop once. Went, Mate, can't, can't smoke a joint. Willful yeah. littering is two ten-year-olds. What smoking a joint is to a fifteen-year-old? No, yeah, well, not, yeah, yeah. No, not he these, wouldn't do it in front of his mother. Not these days. No, 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 no. Not these days. A ten-year-old would be smoking a joint. Nah. Um, his mother wouldn't like it. I couldn't skin up till I was twenty-five. So I did ten-year-olds. Um, anyway, this is a, um. So, but you were getting off on the power trip. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny he was busted, uh, uh, right. that he got busted. Oh, I'm going to put it out there, dear listener. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Who is who is in the right here? Me or Catherine? I, I just think the kid was kicking a plastic bottle. Let it let it lie. He was being Larry. Oh, for crying out loud! What are you like? You, I see. Here's the thing. People think you're like a big pussy cat, big pussy cat, and it turns out that actually you're um, like a leopard, and you never change your spots, and your spots are um, are mean and angry. <laughs> They're not. Otherwise, I'd have told his mum. Well, yeah, but you, you no, no, telling his mum would then would then be some um, release of the pressure valve. You've, he's now got that thing. He'll be going to bed crying tonight. No, he won't. Yes, he will. No, he won't. He's not that kind of kid. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think Catherine's out of order, and we should. Um, I don't care. Not, well, good evening, Jack. <laughs> good evening, Ian. I would agree with you there as well. I think that is a bit out of order. That's broken Britain there. No, right. Listen, let's listen to Jack. Jack is a young man. Tell tell us why, Jack, please. Well, I just think the it's the bit about the waiting and yep, him yep. living in fear for the rest of his life he won't live in fear for the rest of his life i know this kid he won't care but you don't know this kid right I do. this is this no. i've seen his bum you're employing you're you're, empl- you're you're part of the toxic masculinity problem <laughs> that um matt haig's always banging on yeah. about you're you're part of the reason for that he's a young lad and you're right uh, jack the, 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 if i think back to being 9 10 11 the secrets that i went to bed with thinking that I was going to get in very serious trouble. Stuff like that lingers, yeah. doesn't it, Jack? Yeah, it really does. What do you think really we should does. do with Kath? I think we should tell Kath's mum. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, how would you like it, Kath? I wouldn't do it, because someone would have told my mum. But how would you so like there's it? a lesson. How would you, I can get your mum's phone number like that. Yeah. How would you do like it? She, oh, she'll be in bed. How would you like it if Jack phoned up your mum? I'd love it. Sorry? Oh, I'd love it. She'd make mincemeat of him. She's she may be calling I'd out. I'd love it. Everyone would love it. What's your problem, Ian? Why would you love it, Jack? Just to speak to what I would imagine would be a very domineering northern lady. Yeah. Don't mess with Brenda. He's talking. I don't think you're under. I don't think you're hearing what Jack is saying. <laughs> oh, I am. How old are you, Jack? Uh, 25. Okay, fine. She'd love it. <laughs> what is this? This is not a dating service for gilfs. <laughs> gilfs. Jack, I'm letting you go because I think you may be pleasuring yourself during this phone call. <laughs> you see? That is... All because I care about the nation's future. 
Well, that is outrageous behaviour. He, he I'm was... going to tell my mum you called her a gilf. She'll love that. It, well, she, it turns out she's going to love 25-year-old lover <laughs> called Jack, who wants to be dominated by your mum. Everyone does. She used to be dinner lady and all the kids used to fancy her. <laughs> I did. Got me a lot of um, got me a lot of play with the younger kids, <laughs> with the boys, older boys. I meant they're younger than her. Wowzers, wowzers! I bet I was going to make a joke about vinegar, and I won't. Whoa! Good evening, Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi there. Hello, Hello, Mike. What you got? Hey, one thing that used to annoy me. Um, you know, I I used to work in um, a well-known. Uh, news agents. Can you hear me? Yeah. Was it John Menzies? Right, it wasn't John Menzies. No. Was it? Was it stars? It wasn't. No. Was, was it? it? Bu- was it Bunces? No. It was. Uh, it was set up by a guy called Henry Williams Smith. W H Smith. I'll let you work. Yeah, that's the thing. W H Smith was set up by H W Smith. I know. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're saying that to be some. Right. When I was a kid, I used to call it Wismiths because it didn't have any dots. Um, okay, no, that's, I, I can buy that. that. That's just, are you trying to win us round to think that you're cute now when actually we know that you're, you're <laughs> a hideous human being? All right, Mike, <laughs> go on. Right, but I used to, I used to work with, uh, on, on the magazine section, and the parents would come in yeah. with their uh, misbehaving kids, yeah. and kids just being kids anyway, yeah. and just looking through the comics and messing the comics up. And the kids would then turn around, and, uh, you know, the, no, the parents would turn around to the kids yeah. and say, yeah. oh, don't do that. The man will tell you off. I hate that. I, I hate it. I'm not going to tell him off. Uh, why would I tell him off? Because you're a bad parent. <laughs> yeah, you tell him off. It's your job. Yeah. Ah, I, I, used to, I used to work in a shop too, and uh, I used to hear that a lot. The lady will tell I'm you a, off. No, she won't. I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent now. Ian, you're a parent. Do you ever use the, oh, don't do that, the police will come for your do life? Do you know what? No, I don't. Do you know what I did once? And as soon as I said it, I went, oh, no, no, we don't say that anymore, was um, they, the, the boys were messing around and we were going past the copper. And I, I did do the line, if you carry on, he's going to arrest you. And as soon as I said it, I went, and it, the copper heard me, went, oh, no, we don't say that anymore. And I said, no, he won't. And we went over and we spoke to the copper and I said, I'm really sorry. I, that's the first and only time I've used that line and I wouldn't normally. because you, you know. But but no, norm, no, that is the only time I've done. And also, if, if a bloke in WH Smith did tell my kids off, he'd get a karate chop to the windpipe. Yeah. But isn't that what's going on here? It's like, oh, well, if you don't pick up that bottle, I'm going to tell someone nasty. Ooh. I mean, it's the same deal here. Oh, boil it! You've been hoisted by your no, own No, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. This kid is m- one of my best friend's children. I think it's slightly okay, different. So you... What, because you know him? Because you know his name? Because I know him and I know his mum. And she would be right it's behind okay. me. It's okay to threaten people you know. <laughs> Who's threatened him? Who's, who's threatened him? Mike has totally got you over a barrel. Mike's talking balls. Mike would probably want your mum over a barrel, like the previous caller, but he's totally destroyed. Leave my mum out of this. Mike's talking absolute arse. Why oh, is it resulting to the insults who's, who's, now? Who's threatening a child? Mike, you're, him, you're threatening a child. I'm not. I've not said to him, oh, I might tell your dad, or you might... Oh, don't talk balls. Is it, listen to your, your gaunt style well, of you're, argument. You're, you're, the argument is so strong against me, Ian, I might have to bow to the 
the superior no, wisdom here. Right, I know don't you're being sarcastic. No, right, listen, why is Catherine waving her arms telling you me to cut, cut you off? I'm not! Catherine, put your hands down. I'm not cutting him off. I'm not. You're waving your hands around, doing the, you're doing the, the slitting. You're the, doing the that, I'm measure. not doing it. Yeah. Okay, I you can listen to him hang himself all day. Right, and now you want him to kill himself. Well. Outrageous. Mike, it, to me, it seems obvious, right? Whether you know someone or not, you don't go around threatening to, to tell their parents. <laughs> I didn't threaten to tell his mum. Yes, you... you know no, I didn't. Ian, this is the first time I've tuned into you for a long time. I apologise. That's all right, That's brother. all right. We don't need yeah. you. Shut, shut up. What? Shut up. I'm, I'm talking to Mike. Go on, Mike. Sorry, mate. We're going to lose him again. I go way back to the, you know, Eloise days. And Great producer. That, what was the guy called before that? The weird guy. What, Davis? Oh. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, he was a ter- terrible producer. But Eloise was a classic, classy woman. She was a classy what? woman. You know what? I would never, Ian, I hope Catherine's not listening now. No. I would never say, I would never say to Catherine, buck your ideas up or I'm going to tell Ian. He said buck. He said buck. Well, I definitely said buck. Here's the thing, Mike. I'm off next week. Next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the Monday after... I'm off, right? And oh. Catherine is hosting the show. It's something that in the last 15 minutes I've really started to regret. So I do I'll need... Do not to listen. No, uh, no listen. don't. I don't want you. No, please! What? I need... He's got no morals. I need, um, infiltrators. I need, um... What do they call it? People that would help the Nazis. Collaborators. Yeah, I need collaborators. The twist. Yes. <laughs> I need... Or oh, the French. I, the Italians. I, cowards, I need people to report back to me on what a car crash, it, it may or may not be, but I just think it's going to take a very, very, I thought it'd be a nice frothy show, maybe talk about lipstick and periods, but actually I think it's going to be a very, very dark show. Yeah. And I'm, hmm? Right. And so Don't I need... send you an email that says Davis was better. Thank you very much indeed, Mike. It's a, it's a, it's a, 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 a privilege to have you on board. I hate that man. Collaborators. Mm? Collaborators. What? Did we say that? Yeah, I said that. Okay. I helped you out with it. Um, the thing is, Catherine, we ain't got that many listeners, and you can't... You don't need that kind of riffraff. Wowzers. 0344-499-1000. If you want to phone up and argue with Kath, or talk about her mum, uh, this is The Late Night Alternative. I dare you. Uh, with uh, Ian, Kath, and Brenda. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. All right, I'm going to read another hundred word story. Pick a page. 83. Okie dokie. Let's see what we got here. Knife. Um, I, I don't think that's a very good one. Go on, read it. No, I'm going to read Jam. (laughs) The night before our wedding, this is a hundred words. The night this is... um, These two have got such a weird relationship. I don't know if it's the same people. Well, The night before our wedding day, this is by uh, Anthropology by Dan Rhodes, right? So this is called Jam. The night before our wedding day, my fiancé and I had a romantic meal. She held my hand. Thank you, she said. Thank you so much for marrying me. (laughs) You're just so wonderful taking me on. Me and my three ugly children. I was horrified. It was the first I'd heard of these three ugly children, and I wanted to know more. She explained that she hadn't told me about them in case they put me off her. Come and meet your new daddy, she called, and they ran into the room. Their faces were covered in jam. They were horrible. <laughs> That's a good story! That this bloke's a... having a giraffe! He's a... reading a whole book of this stuff, is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... it's like a fever dream. That's... 
That's a good story. You choose a, you choose a page. 127. Right. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way, if you want to chastise Catherine for being a terrible human being. Uh, but dare you, <laughs> frankly. 100 and what? 20 what? 27. 27. Okay. Pilot. <laughs> it's his girlfriend again. Yeah. My girlfriend had been unemployed for ages, so I was overjoyed when she found work as an airline pilot. <laughs> I wouldn't put... Funny. What, who's looking after the kids? She was excited, looked great in her cap, and sailed for Lisbon on her maiden flight. The silly thing was so busy fixing her lipstick in the rearview mirror that she didn't notice her 747 heading straight for the Pyrenees. She ejected in time, but the passengers and crew perished. She lost the job and is now back at home all day, eating cold baked beans with a knife and trying to straighten her hair by pulling it really hard. <laughs> Flipping heck. I'm going to tweet Dan and tell him that we are... That's not him. Um, Dan Rhodes. Is this Dan? Uh, Dan... How did you get this book? Did you get... Hey, look, look, look! Oh, there we go. Did, uh, you, did you pick this book or were you given it? Um, I was given it. We had it. I think we did it on Rise or something. I think we're sure we had... Hi, Dan. We are reading stories out from anthropology on my show i'd forgotten how funny it is there we go you see that's um that's a nice thing to do um go on you do another one go on, go on. <laughs> right here's one i'm just going to do it at random all right it's spirit okay <laughs> my god this girlfriend's a nightmare my girlfriend awoke to find herself possessed by an evil spirit he's just trolling her isn't he this book <laughs> These are all a hundred word stories. That's what you have to remember. The first thing I did was call an exorcist. He couldn't make it until the evening, so we waited. She threw things at me, cursed my name, kept trying to strangle me and wouldn't let me kiss her. <laughs> so you're, get, you're forgetting it now, aren't you? Now you're getting it. Really, she was the same as ever. But at least she was no longer hell-bent on bankrupting me and making me look inadequate in front of everyone. <laughs> I started to prefer her this way. When the exorcist finally arrived, I sent him away. I told him it had been a false alarm. <laughs> my god <laughs> Paige um, do the last one in there alright the last one and She's... Simon will come to you in a second man I promise it's a particularly nice work of art in the back there no nope. did you do that or was that one of the kids <laughs> that was my eldest my eldest did that when he's a little baby words I fell in love the moment I saw her in her grandfather's kitchen her dark curls crashing over her Portuguese shoulders would you like to drink coffee she smiled I'm really not that thirsty what what you say? <laughs> Her English wasn't too good. Now, I'm 73 and she's just turned 70. Would you like to drink coffee? She asked me today, smiling. I'm really not that thirsty. What? What you say? Neither of us has the gift of language acquisition. After 50 years of marriage, we've never really spoken, but we love each other more than words can say. <laughs> it. Really? That's Anthropology um, by Dan Rhodes. I, and I found... And I, I'd forgotten. I got... I, I must have... I think we had it... Maybe we had him on Rise or something. We had him on... What, what year did I say this was? 2000. 2000. Well, that was the 11 o'clock show. Anyway, so I remember someone gave it to me and um, I devoured it. I thought it was a great... Um, uh, uh, it's called Endless. Often, one or other of Foxglove's ex-boyfriends will turn up on our doorstep bearing expensive eyeshadow. 
Will you give her this, they choke. It's her favourite shade. I take it. Then, heartbroken, they lash out. She'll leave you, they cry, fists flailing. She thinks I'm the handsomest man in the world. She told me once when we were kissing. (laughs) I hurt them as little as possible, but always make sure I win the fight. Sometimes, cigarette in hand, she'll come out to watch, smouldering as those perfect, endless legs vanish into the hem of her tiny brown suede skirt. (laughs) Oh, I think that's brilliant. I've forgotten how good that book was. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Hello. Hello, Simon. I was born and raised in Luton. Never mind. (laughs) I'm I'm lucky, mate. I I notice you don't live there anymore. No, no, no. But, but I, you know, I was brought up in the ways of the street. And there have been times in my life where I've kicked tin cans and played tin can football with my mates. And what I want to know is, what are you going to do about it, Kat? Well, did you, was it your tin can in the first place, Simon? Because that is pivotal. No. OK, so it's not the same thing. Next. Oh. Well, Kat, you, 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 you dumped that. Why you dumped that too late? That would have gone out. You dumped it like eight seconds after he said it. What is your beef? Simon. Right, shall I cut him off? Yeah. Okay, I didn't actually hear what you said. It was all balls. Wow. This, th- here's the thing, right? This People whole... are confusing yeah. littering with kicking stuff that's already there. No, people are... Con- littering yeah. with kicking okay. stuff that's already there. People are confusing humanity with an old witch. <laughs> and also, the, the whole show, Catherine... Yeah. Is people phoning up to have a go at, at the host? Right, that's what it is. Well, that's I'm not the host yet, so they can do yeah, one. But but you will be the host, mm-hmm. and, and when I ha- am, my glorious regime. We had a two, this nonsense. We had a 261 percent increase in the number of listeners once I came out of the jungle. Right, I don't want your four days of hosting, and I'm away in August as well. I don't want your four days of hosting to decimate my listenership and take us back to the, the, Listen, the days when it was Suicide Watch on You this might show. think it's okay to eat a pig's fanny in order to get popular, but I don't I, do. I don't need to do that sort of stuff. So they like it, they don't like it, I don't give a, I don't give a toss. Wow, the attitude really is uh, unprecedented. Good evening, Bianca. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm very, very well, Bianca. How's you? Oh, that's wonderful. Me too. I'm good. Thank you. Well, wonderful. Are you a real person? Uh, um, as real as you are, I guess. Okay, so the, that no, still then. doesn't answer the question, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got for us, Bianca? Well, you were talking about exorcism at some point, no? We were talking about exorcism at some point, yes. What do you think? Do you think it's like a religious thing or is a mental, mental health thing? <laughs> oh well, well, an exorcism is literally a religious um, it, it's ceremony. Religious, but it it could be it could be um, because you you are have problems in your head, yeah, or you really are um, having the devil inside of you. Well, I I don't think that. Um, I don't think it's the devil inside you. Well, what do you think? Have you had personal experience? No, but I'm I'm coming from Romania, okay, so okay. it was like a monastery in in somewhere near me that they were doing exorcism and the people were acting really really bad. 
yeah. to these ceremonies and stuff like that. I never been there, but so hang on, so so um, so you lived near what was it? Did you say it was a church or a monastery? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of it. Right. I heard stories that people were just going bonkers. Wow. There. What kind of stuff were they doing? Mm. Sorry. Exactly. Oh, uh, that's a great answer. You, you, you ever been a witness to those kind of things? No, I haven't. I, well, I say I haven't once. When I worked at another radio station, I remember I've told this story before. I was walking through Soho Square at half past nine in the night. It was dark, and mm. I heard a man. I won't do the accent. He had a very thick African accent. I couldn't be any more specific than that. And I heard him shouting, In the name of Jesus Christ! But you weren't going to do the accent. I just can't stop. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ! Spirits, leave her, leave this child now! And I thought, oh, where's this? And I walked around and stood in a doorway was a traffic warden performing an exorcism on the telephone. It was, And I stood and watched it for ages. It was the most um, shouting, into, In the name of Jesus Christ! Spirits! Leave this yeah. child. Now, I don't know. Uh, on a serious note, I suspect yes that it's, it's primarily people who are mentally ill, schizophrenic, bipolar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you make them believe yep. that you are doing something to them to just make them better, yeah, they will make themselves better. Well, I don't know if it would make. Would it make themselves? Works. Well, it, well, hang on. Okay, if what you say is true, if it, if it is mental illness, and shouting at them makes them better, no, not shouting, not shouting. Let's say, let's say they do believe in sort of way religion will cure them. Yeah, they have that that knowledge that okay, this is what will make me better to get yeah. the devil out of me yeah. so th- that that's a cure for them well if it like works it, does for, it does for other other people it might might be something else no if it works if if performing an exorcism on a mentally ill person works gosh there's a sentence i never thought i'd say then um does it really matter if if it if it cures them does it matter it doesn't matter exactly no. But I don't know. No, but now, okay, so that's fine. But we actually have no evidence, uh, we do we, that, that it that it has worked? No, no. But it it worked in some cases. Did it? Well, or are you just guessing? I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. I okay. don't know anyone that is is being possessed by the devil and speaks. I do worry. I do language. worry. Language. Languages. Sorry. Who, who's? Hang on a minute. Are you? Po- are you possessed? Your voice went all deep. Then. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> Languages. <laughs> What's going on? Bianca's possessed by the devil. I'm possessed by the devil. Now she's speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave Bianca alone. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ian. And now I'm relieved oh i'm on myself <laughs> now oh <laughs> uh, thank you thank you bianca and your your um your demon spirit <laughs> all right nice to so, talk to you um Go on. yeah nice to talk to you too give us a call again some point i really enjoyed that thank you bianca maybe thank you bye <laughs> bye maybe <laughs> maybe
Well, it doesn't pay to be too available. There was, um, on a serious note, there was, uh, I did read a story maybe a year ago in the papers about um, uh, various members of the African community who don't believe in mental illness. And they think that if someone is, you know, talking about hearing voices in their head or acting in an unpredictable way... Um, that it is possession, and it's a real issue. Yeah, they believe in witches, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, or, uh, and hexes and mm-hmm. curses and, and 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 spirits and jinns. And jinns maybe m- m- more um, Indian, but um, they they believe that 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 that, that you know that. It can actually, obviously, it can be detrimental. You can't go around shout- shouting at someone who's bipolar, out spirits out when actually some medication. And it means that a lot of people who are mentally ill within the African community, and probably in other communities as well, but this was the thing I read about a year ago, that a lot of people who are mentally ill are are dying uh, or committing suicide or just going on untreated and suffering a lot because a visit to a psychiatrist would um, get them on some drugs that would kind of sort them, sort them out properly. Instead, they're getting shouted at by, by voodoo men and witch doctors and, um, you know, dodgy priests and mm-hmm. things like that, which, which, in all seriousness... Um, probably not the greatest. No, there've been be some. There've been some hideous stories about people being killed during these exorcisms. Oh, you've just. Do you know what? It's going to get dark now because I've just remembered a story. Do you remember? I want to say six years ago, they found the remains of an African child yeah. in the River Thames. Yeah, just about, a torso, wasn't just it? About, that's about six years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And they, the police were completely mystified by it, and the the, the best idea they could come up with was. It had been used as some part of some voodoo, black magic, witchcraft ritual. Mm-hmm. Did they ever get any? They, sure. they, didn't they, they? They? I'm sure they did like a blood test, and they were able to. They never. I, I don't think identified the child, but they were able to to, to pinpoint a, 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 a quite a small area in the continent of Africa where that child probably came from because of the hair that you could tell what food it had eaten all that kinds of stuff i've just about looked it up because i remember they they knew that he, he was wearing red shorts this kid hey, yes Do you remember so yeah. I, just looked, I just put it in let me see if i can i tell you what we'll take a quick yeah. break do the break a bit early and then we'll come back and we'll see if we find it andre will come to you in a second oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is talk radio the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, so we're going to and choose edit as you need to. Yeah. So we, we, Catherine has found, and a couple of people have tweeted me, thank you, Vix, um, the kind of the latest on the latest, this is still a few years ago, the, the kind of update on this story of um, a boy's torso being found in the River Thames. It's going to be quite grim. Catherine is going to tread through it as sensitive as she can and possibly miss out some details that we don't need to know. Um, but it ain't going to be pleasant for the next few minutes. Um, so you might want to go and listen to something yeah, else. Yeah, this is not, this is this is yeah. This is a horrible story. Go on. Um, so the Daily Mail carried a, a, a thing in March 2011, and it seems to be the same uh, person that was spoken to in this later article that you're right. talking about from yeah. BBC. Um, and it shows this article opens with a picture of this a beautiful little boy. Um, this is a little boy whose headless and limbless body was found floating in the Thames ten years ago. It was claimed last night. This is according to the Mail, as I say. In that, that's from twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. So yeah. this is two thousand and one that the body was found. The five year old's identity has remained a mystery after he was smuggled into Britain and murdered in a voodoo style ritual killing. 
He was drugged with a black magic potion and sacrificed before being thrown into the Thames, where his torso washed up next to the Globe Theatre in September 2001. Detectives used pioneering scientific techniques to trace radioactive isotopes in his bones to his native Nigeria. They even enlisted Nelson Mandela to appeal for information about the murder. But they always struggled to formally identify the boy who they called Adam, despite travelling to the West African state to try to trace his family. Now, Nigerian Joyce Osiagedi, the only person to be arrested in Britain as part of the inquiry, has claimed that the boy in this picture is Adam, and she says his real name is Ikpomwosa. In an interview with ITV London's Tonight programme, Miss Osiagedi said that she looked after the boy in Germany for a year before travelling to Britain with him in 2001. She claimed she handed the boy over to a man known as Bawa, who later told her that he was dead and threatened to kill her unless she kept silent. God. Asked directly during an interview at her home in Nigeria if the boy in the photograph is Adam, Mrs. Osiagedi replied yes. Saying she's now willing to talk to police, she added, Ikpomwosa, baby Adam, his native name was Ikpomwosa. The identification is a potentially huge breakthrough for a Scotland Yard detectives. Uh, retired Detective Chief, Chief Inspector Will O'Reilly, who led the investigation, said, without a name, murders are very hard to solve, so this is a crucial starting point for us, and it should, should lead to those who killed him. Police have passed numerous files on the case to the Crown Prosecution Service, but it's never gone to court. A second suspect, a Nigerian man, was arrested in Dublin in 2003, but never charged. Uh, Miss Osiagedi was first questioned by police after they found clothing similar to that worn by Adam in her Glasgow Tower Block flat in 2002. The only clothing on his body was a pair of orange shorts, exclusively sold in Woolworths in Germany and Austria. Asked who killed him, Mrs Osiagedi said a group of people. She added they used him for a ritual in the water. Ugh. Claiming the boy was six years old, she said he was a lively boy, a very nice boy. He was also very intelligent. OK. Can I read the postscript on the BBC story from two years later? Uh-huh. Okay, so there's, it has all of that story. Um, and then there's a postscript. Miss Osagiedi now says that was all a misunderstanding. This is 2013. And reveals the picture is Danny, my friend Tina's son. He lives in Germany. She says it was taken during a party in her old flat in Hamburg. We, the BBC, travelled to Hamburg to find out if she was telling the truth about the photo and tracked down Danny. He immediately recognised the photo, but was surprised to hear it had been used by newspapers and TV news around the world. You said that I was already on TV and I didn't know it, he said. We located Mrs Osagiedi's old flat on the other side of the city where she looked after the boy she calls Patrick. Then we met a man who saw the child. Uh. The boy was running around. He was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. He was jumping all over this couch that they had and drawing on it, he said. So... There's a Wikipedia thing for Adam. And it says the development... um, Police doubts about this woman's mental statement that her claims are doubted by detectives. And indeed, Adam has never been formally identified up till now. Um, But they believe that publicity surrounding the case acted as a deterrent for further ritual crimes in the United Kingdom. Or, can I say something horrible? They hid them better. Mm. You know they didn't. They didn't dump the the, the bodies in in the river. Because um, I can well believe that that stuff. Go, oh man, that's hideous, isn't it? Yeah. That's the saddest thing. I didn't realise it was so long ago, seventeen years ago, and um, 
no one's been charged no one's in prison they could be in this country they could be in they could be in any germany anywhere in the world all they know about this child is that he was probably nigerian that's all they know and the shorts came from either austria or germany flipping heck oh poor little soul sleep well guys i mean that's, um, <clears throat> that is the saddest saddest uh, 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 story and and um Thank you, Vix, for the for the, um, the the version with the postscript. Um, yeah, that's outrageous. Um, that's outrageous. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be a very very, very, very welcome to do such a thing. You can give us a call about absolutely anything you want to give us a call um, about... I might have been emailing the wrong... Um, the wrong guy about... Um, I might have been emailing the wrong guy about Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get Paul McCartney on the show. I might have been emailing the wrong guy. I need to email this guy. Um, all right, let's, let's email him. Good evening... Andre! Hey! Hey! Here comes Andre! Well, on a lighter note, I'm a hasten to add. Thank you. I can as well, yeah. Right, now, a couple of issues, not the big issue. No. But what I was going to say, right, was, uh... Oh? My house, where I live in, yeah? Your house that you live in, yes? Yeah, it's it's flipping... It's got demons all over the place. It's got what? Spirit. Demons and really? all sorts. So spirits. Along these lines of the story, yeah, it's got. I've got whiskey in the bathroom, yeah, rum in the kitchen, etc., yeah. etc. Et right. So that's but the, the thing right, is, that right. joke, though, no, that, that joke didn't work because you said demons. You said demons. Yeah, but well, same thing. Spirits. Well, no, right? it's not. Yeah, but de- demons and spirits are the same thing in terms of ghosts. But demons doesn't yeah. mean alcoholic beverages and spirits does. Oh, sorry. But, so but you ballsed next... up that really yeah. basic. Sorry. Standard joke. But they all got the gist. But, but and on another <laughs> note, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. You know, this big issue, yeah. Okay. Ian? Yes. I was on the bus, yeah. right, about, t- about half an hour ago. Okay. Only on a quick journey. I got on the bus, returned to blah, blah, fair enough. Yeah. Give him the money, give me the ticket. Got on the bus, there was about four people right now. Yes. As I walked on the bus, I don't get buses much, but, but I still like them. Yeah. But um, there's a bloke with a guitar, which is not that unusual. No. But off his trolley, yeah. right, on I don't know what. Yes. He played, as I got on the bus and sat down quite close to him, because I thought maybe he didn't get a bit of a song going. Yeah. He'd done a few calls and then threw his guitar across the bus, yeah? I thought, Oh, and he didn't look an happy bunny, so I didn't do anything at the time. No. But when we got to where he was going, a couple of people got off, they went. Yeah. And then I thought, no, I can't have that playing that guitar. I've carefully picked his guitar up, yeah. handed it back to him, oh. and I said, look, look after that, mate. That's a, that's a nice guitar, that. I know he was under the weather, one way or the other. And he said, oh, nice one, man, excellent, cheers, thanks a lot. I said, look after it, you'll have good fun with that, and you'll enjoy it. And he was happy as a sandboy, and as I say, he, he couldn't say thanks enough, which made my day. Yeah, we're doing that. I'm waiting for the punchline. So was line. I. Apparently, that's just the story. <laughs> it's not joking. It's true. It happened about I... half an hour ago. Uh, well, that's um, 
That's, that's I'm a... not having him learn a guitar, because he could play that, probably, oh. when he's sober or normal, and that, <laughs> that might be all he has, yeah? Well, well all right, I'll I tell you how I feel about that. I feel um, that we've just listened to a, 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 a story of great humanity. Yeah, it's the absolute truth here, yeah, and I thought I'll give him a turn and his guitar back, and yeah. he was happy, so that was good. Well, well you, did, you, did a, you did a wonderful thing, Andre, and you should feel and very I, proud of yourself. And I've done one more wonderful thing after that. I went in a pub and had half a dozen pints. Thanks so much for calling. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at a drunk, I'm laughing at the absurdity of life. But that was a nice human exchange between two people who won't remember it tomorrow you know that's um that's delightful um so let's read a silly story because it's, it's got a little bit dark so let's read um uh, do a pet story i want another pet story um oh, this is the stuff oh god 100 word story by dan rhodes treasure left me i'm so sorry she said i understand how awful you must feel Choking, I told her she couldn't begin to understand. She insisted that she could. You know you'll never find anyone as pretty as me, she explained, or as nice, and your every moment will be clouded by nagging recollections of times we spent together, times when you wrongly believed we had some kind of future. Believe me, I understand, she said gently. This is bleak. A part of you has died, the part capable of loving and trusting, and you know you'll never get it back. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> here we go like one more rehearsing Mazzy started acting <clears throat> having such a pleasing face she is always cast as the female lead she rehearses at home while I'm in the armchair watching television she's often sprawled on the sofa perfecting the crucial clinch with her leading man She tells me that her little gasps and sighs of pleasure are in the script. When I saw her in the park, writhing mouth to mouth with another man, I was upset and told her as much. She was indignant. Do you mind? We're rehearsing. They went back to their rehearsal and I walked away, ashamed at having doubted her. <laughs> <laughs> that is great, isn't it? I've forgotten how good this book... If you want to know, it's a book I found when I was packing. Anthropology and a hundred other stories. So there's a hundred stories, all a hundred words long, by Dan Rhodes. I, I'm assuming you can still get it. You probably get them for pennies on Amazon. Um, so go and treat yourselves, guys. Let's, let's give Dan Rhodes a spike in sales in a book that came out 18 years ago. That'll um, he'll get a nice little check for for 56 pence. That'll do I'd it. like it if he sold a hundred books. Oh, yes. I'm tempted to buy a hundred books just to teach that guy a lesson. <laughs> um, dear listen, it's a very, very strange show tonight. It feels like it's plodding along quite slowly, but I, I, I'm enjoying it. This is one of the things that w we try and do is, is try and make every single show different. Oh, I've got a, a yes word or S word for, for after midnight. The guy sent it in ages ago and I keep forgetting to do it. So remind me we'll do that. Um, is we try and make every single show different, and, and um, this week Catherine and I have really kind of put our heads together, not like that, and certainly not after I had to deal with my youngest son's nits for the first time ever. Nor they weren't nits. What? Why? They were grown-ups. What are you talking about? Nits are just the eggs. This one was crawling about, wasn't it? Nits aren't the eggs. Are yeah, they about? are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. What are you talking about? What load of old ball? Ball? Ball. Balls. <laughs> ball balls. 
<laughs> Why do they call um, male cows bollocks? What? Why do they call male cows bollocks? They call them what? Again? Bollocks. Sandra what? <laughs> Why do they call them bollocks? Why do they do that? Because that's a swear word. Bollocks. Bollocks. That's what I'm saying, bollocks. Why do they call them that? That's like calling um that's like calling a female cow a fanny. Oh my god. A fanny and bollocks. Why do they I don't understand why they do that. Let's go to Paul. Good evening. <laughs> and other important questions. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. It's not funny. Well Good evening, Paul. Good evening, both. How are you doing? Um, I'm di- very disappointed in, in Catherine's immature and aggressive tone this evening. <laughs> and I don't care. You, you see? <laughs> I don't care now. Shut up. <laughs> you see? Anyway, Paul, what, what can we do for you tonight? Um, I'm just calling about Dan Rhodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, the, the book, the anthropology book. Yes, go on. Oh, it's, it's does, does, yeah, does he owe you money? He doesn't, actually. No, I'm, um, I'm a big fan of Dan Rhodes. And he actually went to the um, same university I went to. He did the same same master's degree and stuff in writing. In writing um, very specifically numbered short stories. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've actually got some of his, his early drafts, um, which didn't make it into that book. Because they're like well. 97 words or 106 <laughs> words. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't quite get it right. What happened? So, they're really good, though. So what else? Because the name rings a bell, but I think I'm thinking of someone else. What else has he written, then? Um, right, well, after that, he did um, a book of short stories, but not these ultra-short stories. Right. Um, and it was called, I think it's The Truth About Love, I think it's called. Okay. Um, that's, that's, that's good. Anthropology is, is better, in my opinion. I think it's really great. But after that, he started writing novels. Oh. He's got a fantastic... Oh, and they're brilliant as well. Really? Fantastic... Oh, stupid. Fantastic novel called um, Timoleon Vieta Come Home. And it's, the title's taken from, like, Lassie Come Home. Right. By the way, by the way, guys, you can buy Anthropology for a penny on Amazon, right? So buy a hundred for a pound. That you can buy Anthropology for a penny. Go on. What was the one you said? Uh, Timoleon Vieta come home. Right. So it's about a dog called Timoleon Vieta. Yeah. He took the name from. um, I I think it was. I don't don't know whether it was dictionaries or whether it was wherever it was, but it was on on the spine. It said Timoleon to. Vieta, so he took the name of that, and it's about a story about a dog who goes on a journey uh, and comes back to his master. All right, I'm buying it for a penny, so don't tell me anymore. Oh, Plasman, right. it's, it's brilliant. Oh, plus, uh, um, plus postage, that's how they make their money, little shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. I, I could tell you loads about that, Rose. He's, yeah, some other good books, um, there's a really good one called Gold. Um, What's this one about, about um, when the professor got stuck in the snow? Yeah, it's about um, Professor um, Richard Dawkins. Yeah. Um, and Richard Dawkins goes to give a talk in in a town, uh, yeah, and he gets stuck in the snow. So it's it's a, a mick take, really. Nobody would publish it though, so they had to really go with a really small publisher. It might even be self published. I'm not sure, um, but nobody would do it because they were afraid that Richard Dawkins, the you know, um, yeah. what, what is he, you know, anti creationist and stuff, I suppose, yeah. isn't he? Um, he? They were worried he's going to sue them, so. Yeah, so he, he just... There's loads of I them. They're all, all of his books are a penny. Gold, oh, man. This Is Life, Marry Me. This, uh, yeah, the um, This Is Life one is brilliant. That's right. set I'm, in Paris. I'm going I'm to buy This Is Life and then I'm, I'm, then, I'm, then I'm done. Then I'm out. Right, buy it for a penny. Uh, plus, Honestly, man, they, they are superb. 
All right. I've well, I've ordered. I've ordered. Um, I've ordered. Oh, I don't know what I've ordered because my thing is logged out. Stupid, stupid, stupid boy. Um, oh, I'm late for the uh, the the things as well. Uh, I've ordered uh, Timoleon Vieta come home, and this is life. There we go. Oh, amazing, good man. Well right. done. Hey, nice one, Paul. Thank you for that, man. So, no problem. Uh, if you do, you follow him on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, I've spoken to him a few times on there. I think he, he might actually follow me on there. I've, you know, I've got a few signed. Well, books tweet him like that, that we've been well. bigging him up tonight, and we've he's sold at least two books on the back of it. Will do indeed. I'll do it straight away. Nice one, Paul. Thank you, mate. Cheers. All Cheers. Bye bye. Oh, three. Well, it's nice. This is just nice. I'm turning into Richard and Judy's book club. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On Talk Radio, we'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. Um, oh, Dan hasn't tweeted. Dan Rhodes hasn't tweeted since October last year. Um, um, could you... Right. If you want... You, you, I'm not even going to describe what Catherine is wearing, okay? Um, but she, I have the studio nice and cold. It's a trick I... Well, it turns out David Letterman does the same thing, but I've been doing it for ages. I have the studio freezing cold because it keeps me alert, keeps me awake. If I have it warm or hot... I get sleepy, I get lethargic, my brain isn't as sharp. Now, Catherine, whose brain is never sharp, complains bitterly about what she claims is the bitter cold. It's not. It's 16 degrees in here, which is absolutely fine. When I go into a hotel room... The European Union would have something to say about that temperature. Well, thank God the, the, the Brexit boys won. When I go and stay in a hotel room, and sometimes Kath will come round because I'm bored... And she'll walk in and she'll walk. I've seen her walk out immediately because too it's cold. too cold. She says, I'll meet you downstairs in the bar because it's too cold. That's outrageous. Um, I won't describe what she's wearing, but she looks like a, a, an old homeless lady <laughs> from the 1800s. If you go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee, look for the live feed. Uh, you will uh, you will see her. You will see her there. Um, can you do me a favour? Oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. It's fine. What, what's the favour? No, Does it involve anything? Because I'm not doing it. You won't even put this up by a fraction, so no, no favours. Yeah, no, it's all right. Don't, don't, don't worry. It's, it's just to do a little bit of production, but... Um, no, don't, don't no, no favours, mate. Uh, right, OK. So we're going to play Yes Word or S Word. Sam is calling you out there, actually. Do you, I think you need to... Sam, bit busy, mate. You could wish you'd asked earlier, but OK, yeah. if you could go out and help Sam. You can leave your computer here. I won't be leaving it open. My precious. <laughs> I've never seen The Hobbit. I don't know if that's what she looks like. Right. So the way this works is I'm going to play a song that I haven't heard that's been sent in by one of you, dear listener. And you can phone up um, and you you come straight. It's been a bit quiet on the phone, so we might not get many calls on this, and that's fine. Um, but this really is a chance to either help give young talent... That that little little boost, that little bit of support that they need, or to crush them if they're pony. Choice is yours. So I'm going to play a song, and uh, you phone up, and you come straight to air, and you say either yes word, as in it's good, or you say the s word. You don't say the s word because lots of you have actually been phoning up to swear. Please don't swear. It's the reason why we've not done this feature for a couple of weeks is because we had so many um, swear words and complaints and I had to kind of judge. So please, 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 please. 
please. I'm begging you. Don't phone up and swear because um, it, it, it really gets us in trouble. OK, right. The number you need to dial is 0344-499-1000. So this is, um, uh, this is from Ben Dane Smith. And um, I, I, I'm going to, it's on, oh, it's on Spotify. And it's called Deadbeat City Blues. The Deadbeat City Blues by Ben Dane Smith. Oh, three. Yes, allow Spotify. Crying out loud. Ben. Spotify is so pony. I mean, I don't know unless they're advertising with us, in which case it's great. People are phoning in and we haven't even started it. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So. This, this is right. Oh three. Oh, it's jaunty. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. What? Hang on it. I don't think this is the right song. No, that's not the right song. Hang on a minute. Has anyone got a Spotify account I can use? Hang on. Um. Here we go. This is it. This is it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ben Dane Smith. Yes word or S word. Line one straight in there. Yes word or S word. Okay. We can li- okay. That's terrifying. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes word or S word. Line two, yes word or S word? Definitely yes word. Thank you very much indeed, caller. We've got two more minutes to call in, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hello, line three, yes word or S word? Yes, it's very sexy. I like it very much. Sexy? Yes, it's very very sexy. Okay, line four, yes word or S word? Is it India? Oh, for crying out loud. Live five, Ben Dane Smith, yes word or S word? Hello, this is very funny. I like it. I think it is. No, I think it is shit. <laughs> please don't swear. Please don't swear. Please, please, please. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Let's go to line five. Line five, yes word or S word? It's a yes from me. Oh, do you like it? I do. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Line six, yes word or S word? That is awesome. Massive yes. Is this you singing? No, it's good though, isn't it? Hey, it's all right, isn't it? Line seven, yes word or S word? Thanks for your call. Line eight, yes word or S word? Yes, sir. It sounds a bit like uh, a bit like Blondie. I like it. Uh, it doesn't sound anything like Blondie. 
Line nine, yes word or S word? Steve from Twickenham here. Is it Ghostbusters 2? Right, for, let's just take in the Please watch your language, callers. 0344 499 1000. Deadbeat City Blues by Ben Dane Smith. Line one, yes word or S word? Hello, yeah, I think this is boss. You think, yes it, word. You think it's what? You, boss. Boss, as in, you know, what path is to you, boss? Oh, OK, right, well, uh, 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 why do you like it so much? I think it's groovy, I like it, it sounds a little bit like, um, you know, the sort of stuff I might get down to on a Friday night. OK, you dirty mare, let's go to line three, line three, yes word or S word? Cheesy helmet, cheesy helmet, Right, that's rude, can you stop helmet. saying cheesy helmet, please, that's rude. Thank you. Line, Thank you. line four, yes word, uh, line four, yes word or S word? Good eye, mate, is it India? Right, get stuffed, idiot, idiot. Absolute idiot. Oh, there we go, we're done. I think that was prime, I think that was, um, let me just uh, add the stats up, hang on a second. That was 82% yes word. Oh, Kath, you missed it. Oh, was that good? Yeah, it was right, 82% yes word, which <laughs> is, um, which is exciting. Let's go to Julie. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello. I like, um, I like Julie I'm... doing a serious voice. This is what we want. Good evening. Well, it's, a bit of, it's a bit of pretense. Um, I'm signing up in support of Kath and the litter, Littergate. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go on. Um, I quite frequently, if I see, even if I don't know them and they litter, I'll say, could you pick that up, please? He, just, so just kids, is it? Would you do it to, would you do it to a big seven-foot bloke? Yeah, I think I would. I don't. Well, whoa, oh, oh. So you have. So you haven't. I haven't. Right, but you just but pick on do. kids. You just pick on kids. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like if they don't pick it up, yeah, it's it's then what do you come back with? <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? And I. That's the thing. You see, and that's um, why you do. That's why you, you do. Be it, yourself that's why you do or... it with kids because you can bully them. You, that's why you two women <laughs> do it with kids because you can bully them, and that's fine if you accept that. Bullying, yeah. Or is it not just um, caring? Moral responsibility, yeah. Right. It's you, you, moral responsibility. You, in- Catherine, you intimidated. Uh, a child, I didn't. Uh, a pivotal moment in his development, no. with the implicit threat you were going to tell his mum when all he was doing was having a bit of fun with his mates, and you humiliated him in front of his he mates. He drop kicked. He didn't just litter. He drop kicked it with gay abandon to amuse his friends. And you're using the phrase gay abandon because you think people will be sniggering. Well, actually, my audience is quite sophisticated. Well, she's sni- Julie's sniggering because she's your audience. <laughs> my audience is not sniggering because they are very sophisticated. Your audience is very lowbrow. My audience is, is m- middlebrow at the least. I t- up to highbrow. Think. You stink. I think, really, this is you projecting your own problems. Uh, no, not at all. Yeah. Oh, I'm very confident. Did, did you used to like to litter? And get, did you get I've told n- off? I've never done that. I've no, never done that. I, I agree with Kath. I've never done it. But no. no, but okay. So just, just, just to clarify, Julie, you've told yes. off children. Yes. But you've never told off an adult for it. That's a bit. I once, would do. I would do. Well, you obviously. Well, I've seen adults littering all the time. Really? Yes. I don't see, I don't see many people litter. It tends to be school you, kids. You live in Bromley, and that's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Don't swear, Ian. <laughs> it's not clever. That actually was quite it's clever. Quite funny, though. That was quite clever. Don't encourage him. That was yeah, quite was. clever and quite funny. But I did it because she's your audience and she's common. My audience are m- middle class upwards. 
Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on the wrong show. No, 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 no. Mm. No scumbags on my... <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so high on but life. You, I got Jesus in my soul. But you make so it sound high. like I berated this kid. I didn't. I said it in a, I did it in a very jokey way. Excuse me, I think you've dropped something, knowing that he knew he hadn't yeah, dropped and then it. You, and he said, whoops, I dropped it. Then you named and him we, in front of his mates. It, so he was... That's the same as saying, I know, I know your mum and I'm going to tell her. Is it? And you're saying, and you said, just as you were telling they were me, they were trying this, to be a little bit cheeky to me, going, you, "Oh, ignore my mate; he's a bit silly." As you were telling me this, you were cackling away. I know, cackling away, um, and you were going. You said to me, "Yeah, well, you know, um, the thing is, he thinks I'm now going to tell his mum, and I might do, I might not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make him sweat for a while." <laughs> so she said to me, Julie, well. I wanted to know if um, you saw somebody do the same and or drop some litter and you didn't know them, would you ask them to pick it up? Actually, when I great, when great question, when I first question. when yeah. I first said excuse me, I think you dropped something. I didn't actually know it was the kid that I knew. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So the answer is yes. Good. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you on that one because I would expect I wouldn't mind if someone did that to my <laughs> my daughter because she knows not to do it as well. J- Jimmy, the idiot boy, has done a great picture of you. Have you seen that? On your Twitter feed. Thank you, Jimmy. Is he about to get blocked? No, not at all. He's done a great picture. Could you, Jimmy, to make it better, could you replace Elliot's face with my face, please? He's done you as ET in the basket because you've got that blankie on. Blocked. No, don't, but Jimmy, you're not it's blocked, blocked mate. To you. I can block who I want. No, you're not blocked, mate. You're not blocked. Yep. Jimmy, not by me, mate. Yep. If you could put my face in, I'm going to block him. That'd be great. I'm going to block um, him. Uh, okay. I'm going to cut you off now, Julie, because... Um, because you're, you're, you're not agreeing with his narrative. No, not at all. She's lowering the IQ of uh, the um, <laughs> listenership. Oh, 0344. Another 45 minutes of this rubbish before Paul Ross comes in and does his rubbish. Let's be honest. The, <laughs> the, the late hours on talk radio is not very sophisticated. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. This is Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 on talk radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The switchboard is empty, so now will be a good time. Vix on Twitter is fast becoming our um, spooky bullshine correspondent because she sent me um, a story from the Mirror from the 11th of June. When's that? Now. Now, girlfriend dumps partner. Let's get. Hang on, let's get some. We need the appropriate. Uh, it's gone the eleventh. Okay, all right, mate, calm down. Fifteen. All right, mate, don't 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 get a boner. Um. Well, no, it, it can't be the fifteenth. Oh no, it is it's Thursday. Yeah, it's isn't? payday, mate. <clears throat> um, For I me, get I'm okay. Now all right. loaded. All right, well, not as loaded as me. Um, and I get paid every Wednesday. Uh, not for this job, but I do a lot of other jobs. And actually, I, I've, I've got I've got paid. I got paid this this Wednesday. More. I didn't even know I was. I mean, a lot. And I got sent a check. TV. Good Morning Britain paid me directly. They sent me a check instead of going through my agent. So that's fifteen percent I get to keep. Please don't tell him I said that. Girlfriend dumps partner. I might. I might not. Okay. Girlfriend. I just deny it. Girlfriend dumps partner. Sending the recording. Girlfriend dumps partner. He should actually listen if he was any good. Girlfriend dumps partner after ghost of seven-foot circus ringmaster followed him home from exorcism. This is in the mirror. This is a true story. Ed Booker says his health... Get this guy on the show tomorrow night, please, after Denny Lane. In fact, we can even bump Denny Lane for this guy, Ed Booker. 
Ed Booker says his health went downhill and unexplainable. Unexplainable or inexplicable? Yeah. Isn't it? Mm. Unexplained. It's inexplicable. Things started happening after the sinister ritual. A heartbroken man. This is. I just need to just focus because this is quite a sad story. <clears throat> this sounds like one of those stories by Dan Rhodes. A heartbroken man says his girlfriend dumped him because the ghost of a seven-foot-tall circus ringmaster followed him home from an exorcism. God, I bet that would put the willies up him, wouldn't it? Seven foot. Ed Booker, 37, took part in the sinister ritual to rid a home of evil spirits. But By the way, when I move into my new house, I'm going to be having a seance with Catherine, uh, with uh, regular caller Dredge, and with a couple of other people, Scott Balcony and a couple of others, and we're going to be streaming it live on uh, the YouTube channel. Ed Booker... 37 took part in the sinister ritual to rid a home of evil spirits but he never realized the horrifying consequences it would have on his life <laughs> he claims oh i can't wait to read the 28 comments at the bottom of this story he claims his health rapidly went downhill and unexplainable inexplicable things started happening after he participated in the paranormal cleansing isn't that what Richard Blackwood did in that programme once? <laughs> he says die was scrawled on the inside of his windows and he even snapped an image showing the menacing circus worker, Circa, lurking down a darkened corridor. And there's a picture and there's a circle in the picture but you can't actually see anything. The final straw for his girlfriend, Donna Hall, 31, came when she was attacked and pinned down by a macabre force at their home in Worthing, West Sussex, Ed claims. I found him. Get, get, get Ed on my show. He said, This ghost is ruining my life. Don't do the voice if you want to get him on. This ghost is ruining my life. My ex was attacked and pinned down. I've had mediums come in. And they've been attacked too. I'm tempted to go to Worthing. It's interesting because he says he's a psychic medium on here. Okay, well, I'm tempted to go to, to Worthing. I'm tempted to go to his house. I've woken up with painful scratches down my arm. I feel like I'm in danger. It has destroyed my relationship. My health is still suffering quite a lot. I'm always depressed. Once I get out of the house, I perk up. But my mood drops as soon as I go back in. I'm with you on that, brother. And, I, and my place ain't haunted. I would love. I would love the. Um, I would love the company. What? Even if it's a seven foot circus man? Yeah, you'd I mean, have to duck. <laughs> I don't know why it seems to want me. Ed continues. People have said it's not the flat that's evil. It's you. It's attached itself to you. Ed has always been interested in the supernatural and he's also taken part in several exorcisms as part of a ghost hunting group. Oh, by the way, you know we had that um, psychic phone up. What was her name? Helen? Was it Helen? Uh, Heavenly. Heavenly Angel? Heavenly Father. Anyway, she invited me to go to um, a ghost hunt. I'm in New York with the boys then, so I can't do it. Um, 
The dark tale started when he and a team of paranormal investigators were called to rid a family home of dark forces which had been tormenting the teenage son and his friends in Horsham, West Sussex. Um, Ed said, we didn't like it as soon as we walked through the front door. Even the sceptics in the group didn't want to go in. When it came to do the clearing, it just felt wrong. There were a lot of spirits there, all very negative. Then this figure came up in the middle of us. I can only describe it as a circus ringmaster, dressed all in black with a big top hat and a shovel on its shoulder. It was just staring at us with a grin full of dirty, broken teeth. Um, in the following days, Ed, who takes tour groups around haunted buildings, said friends began seeing a tall, shadowy figure in the background. Ed even snapped some images, claiming they showed the ghost he claims is ruining his life. Um, okay. Uh, okay, it goes on quite a bit. Um, okay, right. Where are the comments? I want to read the comments. 28 comments. Oh, Penguin 11. Sounds more like a Victorian funeral director. Gush Gosh says, ghosts don't exist. But that's had three thumbs down. From the ghosts. Um... Wow, these comments are great. I see Le uh, I, I see Lezozo ninety five. I wouldn't be able to leave my other half if this was happening to him. How could you leave someone to deal with it on their own? And before skeptics completely come back at me and say this stuff doesn't happen, yes it does, and I have witnessed it with my own eyes. It's not something you take lightly. Um Cat Four, um, okay. Well, there's loads of people just agreeing with it. Wow. Aero 274. You just don't mess. Everyone's agreeing with it. No one's calling it out for bullshine, which means it's got to be true. You just don't mess with what you don't understand. Supernatural is everywhere. But as long as you are invisible to them, they are invisible to you. Once you start to tamper with that stuff, you're seen. And then it's very hard to become unseen again. Um, um, again for the sceptics no I don't don't have any imaginary friends I don't drink alcohol I've never touched drugs and no I'm not mentally unstable then Les Dawson's piano has written I think you'll find you are <laughs> oh. uh, then someone else has said all I can hope is that you never ever have anything like this happen to you Les Dawson's piano replies it won't um um, uh, that old chestnut I've lost a few X's that way um, uh, wowzers that's um, well that's that's great I've got a phone number for him I'm going to ring him tomorrow hey beautiful let's get him on the show let's find out what's going on oh, you know I love stuff like this I love stories like this um, and uh, we will uh, we'll find out what's happening. Oh three, I think we'll do last thirty minutes of the show. We'll take calls straight to air. No withheld numbers, I'm afraid, because we've got a couple of idiots. Um... <laughs> That's me. Oh, I won't. Uh, so we'll take calls straight to air. Last thirty minutes of the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 
forget, there's two podcasts you can get. We have, uh, well, there's, there's, there's actually, there's quite a few. There's a daily best of of this show where Kath gets 30 minutes of the best bits and, and, and puts it out and uh, you, it goes out online every night. Um, we had three podcasts yesterday. We had a best of. We had um, Kenny Jones, drummer with the, the small faces, the faces in the who. And uh, also Ryan and Chris from um, the Take It Away Paul McCartney podcast. And loads of you sent really nice messages. And Ryan, in his day job, he works for Atlantic Records. He lives in California. He works for Atlantic Records. And he messaged me last night saying, I really love that. By the way, I'm going to be in New York next week. I believe you're going to be in New York. Um, if No pressure, but if you want to come and have a look around Atlantic Records, you'd be very welcome to. Oh, mate! I said, and he's, and I said, yeah. So next Thursday, I'm going to Atlantic Records in New York. I might bump into Stephen Stills. Imagine. So there's those three three podcasts, and every Thursday we also release um, a a show that Catherine and I do in front of a live audience called The Rabbit Hole. So one went up about 22 hours ago. If you go to Acast or iTunes or your usual podcast provider, type in Ian Lee, Talk Radio, Catherine Bolt, you'll find them. Uh, Call straight to airline one. You're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? We can't hear you. We kind of heard you, and then we can't hear you, and you've gone. So that was um, a big build-up for absolutely How nothing. Strange. How strange. Spooky. I wonder if it was the circus man. Hey, I wonder if it is. What's funny, right, because I, 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 I swing back and forth between sort of believing in ghosts and or, or sort of being open to the possibility of ghosts and not, and we are going to do a seance, probably on a Saturday or maybe the su- a Sunday night. Maybe we'll do it at midnight on a Saturday night in my new place, right? Um, some sheep live nearby, so that means there's probably bodies buried there. There is a spooky church. Yeah, there is a very spooky... Maybe we do it on the... St- we won't do it on the steps of the church because we need, we need Wi-Fi. But we are going to do it. But part of me is starting to get a little bit nervous about it. What if I get that house possessed by demons, even yep. though they don't exist, and my life is a maiden misery? Well, that's the risk you take when you dabble. It's the risk you take, isn't it? Hello, line one. a great call <laughs> sam looks so unimpressed he's just sat there going shaking his head you're not the first person to sit on that side of the glass shaking their head at me during the show but at least like, you're doing it with love whereas the other person was um furious was, was furious with you so i was i was stared at eyes locked like that imagine imagine trying to create under those um, conditions yes that uh, person doesn't work with us anymore well i i bet they will I've heard that they're producing you next week. Anyway. They are not. Oh, three. Four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Call straight to air. Um, if you, uh, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Oh, that's George Galloway, isn't it? Yes. Come and have a go if you think you're. Why do they have a George Galloway impersonator in George Galloway's trails when George Galloway works here and they can ask George Galloway to record the George Galloway lines for the George Galloway trail? 
stunt George Galloway. Yeah. It's a stunt. It's a it's double. A, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. 0344 is the telephone number. Um, you warm enough? No. I'm Good. not. Good. Seriously, it makes your brain sharper. Exa- I'm, I'm starting a campaign to make exam halls cold for kids. Better grades. Better grades. Um, pushy parents. The size of that kid's ears. Look at the size of that kid's ears in that picture. Don't ear shame, but they are large, yes. Are Maybe he's elven. He looks it, doesn't he? Pushy parents are using video footage to challenge results at school sports Flip days. It. I can Match believe that. Time. Well, the last... I, I, I'm only going to make one of my son's school sports days. Um, and what's, i tell you what's great doing this silly job is that every Friday... I've, I've not been able to do it the last for quite a while, but I went last week. Every Friday, my eldest plays sports. And they go, one week they'll go to another school, next week it'll be at theirs. And so I get to go... And last week I went to watch them playing cricket. A load of eight-year-olds playing cricket. Now, I hate cricket. It was an awful, awful game. And even when it's your own son playing, it's tedious. But it's still nice to go and sit outside and, you know, pretend that you're paying attention. Yeah. It's lovely. Um, it, I was, Of course I was paying attention to talk about. Um, and some mums and dads have even launched bitter social media campaigns in a bid to have results overturned i can believe that because at the sports day last year there were these parents it's like seven-year-olds right not the parents the kids really getting into really shouting at their uh, flipping it mate get over it i'd record didn't i recorded it and sent it to you yes i did hello line one hello ian hello Cass. hello hello line one you're you're live on talk radio hello it's lauren how are you hello lauren yeah good thank you what you got for us uh, I went to my son's sports day today, and I filmed all of the events he was in. But but did you film them to um, use as evidence in case there was a bad call, or did you film them as, I don't know, a nice reminder of a lovely thing? Oh, he came dead last in absolutely everything. Beautiful. And fit, so <laughs> it was more to just show that I was there, because afterwards he went, I didn't see you, Mummy. And I went, well, I filmed everything. Now, when you filmed everything... <laughs> Were you were you looking through the screen? I just pointed it in the right direction that's and then it, watched. That's what Plus, once I saw his performance, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to have to delete these anyway. Oh, flipping it. Blimey, look at that. She's ashamed of her own son. Ashamed. I Because uh, I, I went and saw an assembly today that my uh, eldest was in, and um, my wife and my mother-in-law couldn't go, so I filmed his little bits. Took some pictures and filmed his little bits. But I, I make a real point of of um of not looking through the phone so i just i just hold the phone and point it and i make sure i'm looking directly at him using my eyes and my memory banks to 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 take it all in because we all spend too much time looking through tiny little lenses at um at stuff that we should be using our brains for Oh, my son is like pure white blonde, so I can just point it at the blonde one, and I know I'm going to film him. So I'm quite, quite alright in that regard. Yeah. It's the thing though; I've got so many films and pictures of my kids. I'm never going to watch them. I'm never going to. I'm never going to watch them. I do this thing. I've got this app where you get. Um, you can each month you can get 45 pictures put um, sent to you for free, like the actual off your phone. You just pick 45 pictures, and they send it to send you photos 
for I think it's three ninety nine for postage. That's all it costs, and I do that from time to time. Um, but I've got so many, so much rubbish that I've filmed that I never want to look at it again. I don't know. Waste of time. It's a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, I've got so many things of my son on my phone. That, I mean, I'm going to have to delete the Sports Day ones because he threw a massive hissy fit. Oh, really? Oh, even worse, he didn't notice I was there, but you noticed his father was there and threw a hissy fit at him. Ooh, well, that's, well, there you go. That's what the hissy fit was about. The hissy fit wasn't about doing badly in it. It was... Um, it was about the, the well, it's about the eternal uh, ramifications and politics of of that that relationship with his parents. That's what that is. Oh, I don't care. I told him you did better than I did at my sports days. I was terrible. That sounds like excellent parenting, uh, Lauren. Um, but you've genetically passed down bad sports skills, and that's that's the, only your fault. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Pushy parents are using video footage to challenge results at school sports days. And some mums and dads have even launched bitter social media campaigns in a bid to have results overturned. Parents have been pestering teachers with evidence and demanding football-style video assistant referee reviews of egg and spoon races and obstacle course events. Jesus. For what? For what? They're not going to break no. any Olympic records. Oh, God, no. Matter, I'm, I'm saying Jesus because I, I I think it's terrible. These parents have to resort to this. The school should have this technology already signed up. And instead of getting poxy teachers and classroom assistants to do the... the, the spend a few quid and get proper referees in. Goal line technology. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Sean Evans, head teacher at Minidbikan School in Cardiff, has now told off parents for their childish behaviour. She wrote in a letter, snooty letter, I suspect. Teacher's word is final. Oh. The members of staff at the finish line and nobody else have the absolute final say as to the first, second and third place positions. Heidi, hey, campers! Unfortunately, parents have approached members of staff with evidence that they filmed on devices such as iPads in order to prove that their child should have been awarded a higher position in a particular race, Charlton! Comments also appeared on Facebook. If this happens again, there is a strong possibility we will have to consider changing the competitive nature of the sports morning. Members of staff work hard. The arrangements for the smooth running of the morning are very tight and take quite a bit of arranging. Wow. It's a that so- went all story. over the place. It's a shocking it? story. It really is a shocking story. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello there, line one. Hello. You all right? Um, I'm fine, thank you, Matt. I'm a bit hungry, actually. What you got for us? Well, interesting you say, because I've, um, I usually call in, my name's Ollie. I've, I've, um, just been looking on Harry, up Harry Nielsen on Wikipedia. Harry Nielsen, yeah. Yep. Could you put me on to him? Um, oh, yeah. played co- coconut. Put the lime in the coconut, you take the belly of okay. bone. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And also, I've been listening to other ones on um, YouTube. Can you believe that Gotta Get Up, Gotta Get Up, yeah. is not on his greatest hits album? Well, was it a hit? I don't know. Well, 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 it's a great song, but that might explain why it's not on his greatest hits. If it wasn't a hit... Mm, 
REM didn't have um, a shiny heavy peeve or neg races here, did they? Well, well, and you're blaming Harry Nilsson for that? Right, we're good, right. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. I'm glad he's dead. I'm joking. Right. Uh, 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 chart position of Gotta Get Up Nielsen. Right. Oh, it's a brilliant song. Um, yeah. It, well, I don't think it was released as a single. Oh, well, there you go, then. Well, then that... Can't, can't answer. <sighs> it's a great I'm, song. I'm, so, I'm such a fool. You so are so, I feel really silly now. You should be ashamed. And you know what? Kath is probably already planning to go and tell your mum about it, because that's what she does. I might, I might not. You just have to wonder. Oh, God, it's torture, Ollie. That is really, really harsh, isn't it? Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, only on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. I missed what I meant to do at the start of the show. Oh, was the show going to be all about that? Yes, it was. Uh, call straight to air until one o'clock. Paul Ross will be in uh, then. This is um, uh, uh, okay. Oh okay. three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yeah, oh, that's it. All right. Just giving, you know the just giving yeah. website has pocketed £200,000 from Grenfell Tower donations, the sunken reveal. Oh. Well, no. I don't... But I don't care. Tell me more. Because that's how Just Giving works. Right. The fundraising site has kept hold of 5% of the £4 million given to help survivors and relatives. It has refused calls from Grenfell campaigners to give up its cut, which it says is for running and monitoring donor pages. Mm. That's how it works. That's how just giving works. You have to pay people. That's how just giving works. And it's a lot of money, but that, but four million quid has been raised, okay? And I think it's really mean of the sun to 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 link Grenfell with this because it's the it's the anniversary and you know, obviously it's such a huge tragedy and I just think it's a little bit mean of the sun to kind of cuz that's the, that's how it works. That's how just giving works. There are other sites that I think take a slightly smaller percentage. But that's how these sites work. You know, if I were to go and do a sponsored run and I was to raise 150 quid, if I was to raise £1,000, I'd have to give 50 quid of that. I think that's 5%, isn't it? Yeah. I'd have to give 50 quid of that. to think, And it's just because it's you extrapolate to £4 million and it's £200,000. Now, yeah. whether that's right or wrong, I, I don't know. But the rules are clearly explained when you start a campaign on there. And those are the rules. You can't go... Yeah, but we raise four million, and it's for this thing that is is a huge national because tragedy. everyone on there is raising money generally for yeah. for something yeah. close to their hearts. And... and now, if you disagree with it, it the, the reason they can take that money is because it's really, really convenient. It's a really convenient way to raise money. And everyone it's, knows and it's it. Safe. Everyone. It's safe. It's trustworthy. It's not like they're gonna um go bust and you lose all that money also if you're the person raising the money you don't want to be the one holding no. it all and you you can say look if you go to my just giving page you know it's 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 a trusted thing but it's a service just giving is not a charity it's a business and you know you can argue the ethics of making business out of charity you know that's, that's fine but that's the way it declined, Just Giving declined to respond to fresh calls yesterday on the first anniversary of the um, disaster. Labour MP John Speller said, jumping on a bandwagon, I understand they need to cover their costs. 
But they should also recognise that making a significant profit isn't why people give their money to, to charity. They should see sense and cough up. Well, just giving isn't a charity. No, it's not. It's not. Um, and that's really mean of John Speller, MP. They should they should see sense and cough up. No, no, that's not how it works. And this isn't in any way an attack on, on Grenfell and the money that was raised. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. This is just quite a mean story. Just Giving, which allows people to raise money at the click of a button, takes its 5% cut from every donation. It also charges charities a monthly subscription of up to £39. The site justifies the rake-off, as the sun calls it, by saying it helps people raise more money more efficiently. Um, well, I tell you what, the sun, why don't you set up a charity website where all of the money goes to the charity? Because the sun is a big, big paper, big name. You know, if you say, oh, if you just go to my, my uh, sun charity page, if you just type in my name, you'll get the sun charity page and all of the money goes to me. Why don't you do that and see how easy that is and see how cost effective that is? I, I think that's a really mean story, particularly on the anniversary. Greg, we were in New York when that happened, weren't we? Mm-hmm. We we um we slept through it. I'm trying to work out the because th- uh, it happened by the time we turned the TV on in the morning. Yeah, yeah. it was in the morning, wasn't it? We saw it. Uh, you 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 found my room and said, "Yeah, t- turn the telly on, have a look at this," um, and. Uh, it was it was funny being that far away from it. Didn't quite, and we were obviously in New York. And we were having adventures, and it was hot, and we had no time to kind of. We didn't get how big it was, you know. We didn't get how big it was because we saw it literally saw it, you know thirty seconds on on American TV. I think it was, maybe it was BBC worldwide. I don't know. Anyway, um, I just think that's a really mean story, and just giving. Um, they, they help people raise a lot of money that haven't got the organisational skills, the wherewithal, the internet now. You know, sure, there are other ways you can do it that, that, that take a smaller cut or don't take a cut. Build your own website if you want, but I just think that's a really mean story. Um, good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. Hello, Steve from Twickenham here. I just want to give you a quick preview of my show. Yes, please, Steve. Tomorrow morning. Yes. Okay, we're going to be talking about Del Winton, my trip to a garden centre, my godchildren, and what I keep in the boot of my car. Thank you very much, Steve. I look forward to it. Make sure you're there for the spiky. Okay. Dan says, this is a good point, it's a bit like the sum promoting the charity page, or a charity single as they have in the past, while not donating every penny of the cover price of the paper from each day it promotes it. There's something, there's something, there's something. I'm not totally sure I buy into that, but there's something. Um, yeah. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air for the last bit of the show. I'm, I'm really hungry. Stopping off at a petrol station on the way back. Going to buy a ten silk cup. Um. Oh God. Here we go. Want to live an extra six years? You've got to have faith. Being actively religious could add more than six years to your life, a study suggests. Where the hell do they get these stats from? And also, surely... Surely it adds eternal life. Well, it, yes, but also, the, the religious people wouldn't want those extra six years. They want to die ASAP so they can go and um, be with their maker, don't they? Mm. 
Researchers believe the social aspect of a religious community could improve well-being and bore the tits off you. And said religious rules prohibited unhealthy behaviours and promoted positive activity amongst the faithful. Flipping heck, man. Who said this? Was, was this a thing commissioned by... Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. Let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. I'm not listening to Steve anymore because he's missed out the bit where he does nothing but slag off celebrities for no reason at all. Well, and he can stick his spike. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. I'd really like a Alan Caddick 2019 calendar wow cad fan that was a first time caller that was a cad fan (laughs) well no no you know someone who really likes alan caddick would be a cad file (laughs) come on yes you can have that there we go a cad file (laughs) That's a, that's a, a, a that's funny on so many levels, but only some of you will get the really funny level. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Eid Mubarak to all the listeners. Eid Mubarak. Thank you. Thank you very much. Line two, you're on the wireless. What's your favourite curry? Um, what's my favourite curry? I don't know. Just like a like a I don't know all the names of the curries. Just like a chicken one. Mm. I quite like a chef. Curry Punjabi sweet. Sorry? What's your favourite Punjabi swear? Favourite Punjabi swear? Yeah. Well, I'm not prepared to say that on the radio. Thank you very much for your call. You just disappointed him twice. Yeah. I don't know the names of curries. I always get confused on it. There's a great curry house um, over the road from me. It's really nice, actually. And uh, but I, always, I, don't, I never know... I don't know what all the different curries are. And also, I don't know if they come with rice. No. I always feel sheepish about ordering the ones I really like, so I'll try some different ones now and again. Yeah, but what, you should just go for the one you like. The shashlik's nice. Shash- Remember that? Shashlik? Shashlik. Yeah, chicken shashlik. I don't know what that is. Yes. I don't know what... But also, I never know if they come with rice or not. Come in, Paul. Uh, you a curry man. had a curry yesterday evening. Beaut- last jalfrezi. Did it come oh. with... Does a jalfrezi come with rice? Or do you, do you have uh, to... No, all- I didn't actually. I think Chinese curries tend to come with the rice, don't they? Chicken curry. They, but they there is... The extra. There is a curry... Is it a bu- a bit not a bindi? That's a bolty. Spot. A bolty. A bolty. That a comes. Yeah, that's a British invention, isn't it? Bolties, I think. Oh, it's all British. Um, it's, yeah, isn't it? it's, it's it's whatever the like, Urdu, I think, for bucket. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> they serve it to us up in a bucket. Always. What tosh have you got on your show tonight? Well, I'm not being rude. That's how he describes. Heard you it. mentioning um, Harry Nilsson. This is but it would have been his birthday. Today. He's born in 1941. Today had that song oh. 1941. So we're going to play, I think, the Moonbeam song because I love that. Oh mate! So we're playing a bit of that. He died yeah. in 94, of course. Also on the show, we're talking about mining for precious gems and minerals in outer space on asteroids. Yep. It's only apparently 10 years away. Oh. Also. So we're talking about the disappearance of the hedgehog and the huggy bot. I've got a great PhD student. She's American, researching at the Max Planck Institute, the quantum physicist. The Max Planck Max Institute. Planck, yeah, but it's on. got a CK in it. Right. It's, it's a proper name yeah. in Stuttgart. She's developed a 450-pound huggy bot that can give people the perfect hug. You tap oh. it on its back, it releases you. I like the sound of that. Although, having seen the not the TV series, but the movie of Westworld, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, those yeah. those bots can turn 
can turn nasty. She was at pains to point out it's nothing like those sex bots that we've also mm. talked about on the programme. That's in the past. a shame. And, um, you know, I did Most Haunted Lives, the host, for many years. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I never got involved in the investigation. They, they stuck me once in an abandoned mortuary in an old insane asylum in Wales for yeah. about four hours, yeah. which was interesting. But we went to Gettysburg. The only thing I saw I couldn't explain was at Gettysburg, yeah. where something like 20,000 men lost their lives, 40,000 casualties, a third of Robert E. Lee's armies disappeared. Yeah. One civilian casualty, only one. A yeah. woman was shot, 23 years old, called uh, Mary Virginia. Virginia Wade. Yeah. So they did a seance in where her kitchen was, where she'd been shot, because they've kept it. They had a big storm cover on the lamp, seriously, mm. and there's no underground, there's nothing, and the flame flickered during the seance, and it really was odd, because there was no way wind could have got in, there was nothing in that room that could have dis- The only thing I couldn't explain was that. You didn't have wind yourself? I did a- not. I did. I was looking at the door, I watched it, and they did all the tests on it, they put the spirit levels down, and sometimes, you know, in, in an old house, the yeah. pipes settle, and you get the noises, and yeah, you know, yeah. that could run screaming, or there'd she's be something a, rumbling. She's a great television performer, isn't she? Well, also, she does feel that she has the gift herself, right? which was sometimes slightly disconcerting for me, because I do the big intro, and here they are, our gallant team, you know, as William Blake said, there is that which is known and that which is unknown, in between are the doors, here are their people with their hands on that door handle yeah. to probe the unknown, if that would come up and stand on the stage and she go can you feel it they're already they started already Ooh. they're already Ooh. bit awkward <laughs> i used to love that show i used to love that show so much you didn't do the girls allowed one did you no no i no. didn't do the celebrity guy right, i just did okay. I was, but basically living I and mean, they murdered it in the end but living did yeah. we did three night specials yeah. then we did five night specials and we ended up doing eight nights on the bounce Jesus. and they wondered why the figures were down because yeah. of course they were ghosted but i went all over i went to turin i went to gettysburg fantastic i went to san jose in america yeah. philadelphia fantastic Prague, we as, did a ghost hunt in. As gigs go, man. That's, oh, that's yeah. a, that was a cracking yeah, gig. It was great. And also, you, you know, the audience were interesting as well. Yeah. First one I did was down in Portsmouth. Yeah. And I've gone down for a meeting at 10.30 in the morning. There's a queue outside the Theatre Royal, all free with tickets. I said, you're key. He said, oh, I left Bolton at two. And the guy wanted to photograph with me. And before he took his shirt off and he turned around. He said, well, I want to get my spirit guide in. He had an Indian dream catcher tattooed on his back. Of course he did. We, we, still, should... we, we, we keep in touch. Paul, one night, one night when you're up for it, come in. I know you do a five-hour show anyway. Five-hour, four-hour. Four hour. Four, it just four. feels like five hours to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you should come in one night early and we'll have, have a chat about TV Well, I know you stuff. were talking about the word as well, don't yeah, you? The, the yeah. glory days and Katie well, Puckrick, who's fantastic, as we, we know. We love Katie. Yeah. Whenever, I, I'm away next week, but we'll come in one night and have a proper chat. If well, you've got a chat with Kat. Kath, if you're doing the show next week, if you want me in as a guest. Right, well, that's... Well, yeah, okay, got, right, okay, let's, let's just go. Let's date, then. Let's go to the end. Thank you.